how's it going, everybody? Uh, I usually like these podcast announcements to be nice and upbeat, but given the state of the world these days, I am just not in an upbeat mood, and I would just like to acknowledge what the fuck is going on in the world today, how crazy everything is, and uh, this change that's happening, we all need to take part in it uh, in the best way we know how. We're all different people. We can all make that push and make that change in our own unique ways. Um, otherwise, the social injustice, all this bullshit, it's going to keep happening again and again until the change we keep talking about finally happens. So uh, while we're doing that, be safe and don't hurt anybody else. And if you're ever looking for a smile, did a podcast with my buddies Chris and Lucas, talked about movies. So uh, just stay safe, everybody. Love you. Apart, like why not? I, I'm thinking they're just being, being some uh, pansies about it. We're recording, by the by, just so you know. This is like I don't know. It's candid. That's the best conversation. God damn it. Duly noted. Oh my god, Lucas, <laughs> I see a necklace. Oh, I I gotta look the part. Look, see this? Like, whoa, he's got a microphone. Whoa, <laughs> wild. There we go. Yes, sir. Uh, Lucas, I see a, a necklace there. Uh oh, my internet connection is unstable. Can you guys hear me? God bless it. Hold on, I'm gonna switch internet sources. Oh, so wait. Lucas, are you hearing him or because he was breaking up for me pretty bad? No, Aaron, I missed are we back? the last probably like minute of your talk. Oh, oh okay, so let me try, like this might cancel the meeting. I'm gonna try to like, Cause I'm going off my like <laughs> cell phone hotspot, and usually it's pretty good out here in my Aaron, little. You are breaking up so bad right now. God damn it! All right, I'll be back. Hold on, I'm switching it to. So I wanted to make sure it wasn't me. Oh yeah, all right, can you guys hear me? See me now and all that. Uh, yeah, but we'll have you keep talking. All right, I'll keep talking. All right, I'll explain what happened. Um, I was using my cellular hotspot because I thought I'd have better internet out here, but apparently the house's Wi-Fi uh, works better, so we're just going to stick to that. Wow. Well, maybe they have too many streetlights in winter. Is that the issue? Oh, my God, just sucking up all the all the energy, all the juice. All they the have power people. Going. They have 10 people on the interwebs right now. It's too many. Dude, it's blo It's just logging it down. Like now the, the two midgets we have like rowing the internet machine have to work even harder, like even better shifts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lordy. The oh, did we, are we not doing the group cheers to lead off? And you guys both- Oh, sorry, we're, we're selfish. Uh, hang tight. I need to get mine going. Please. What? <laughs> Come prepared. He's going. What is he doing? Yeah. A, a showman. <laughs> A showman. Kind of day. You pulled it out of a paper bag. What a showman. Some kind of Hugh Jackman over here. Or a bum. <laughs> or a goddamn bum. I mean, yeah. who hasn't had... Uh, you haven't had alcohol until it's been covered in a paper bag. That's when you're like... Like a, one of those long ones. It's like, it's obvious. It has a liquor store name on it. But who knows? Could be water. You're just shy. Also, ain't, ain't that the gospel, though? It's not... It's not real alcohol unless you're walking with a paper bag around it, you know? Oh, God. Yeah. Like, board like, half you can't be seen with it and half kind of ashamed to be seen with it. 
It's like, why bother? If you're going to be drinking in public like that, just drop the bag. Drop the facade. We know what a scumbag you are. Maybe they needed to hide their needles or whatever, you know, their stash. Well, like, yeah, you're well, you get thrown in the drunk tank one time for uh, having an open container, and, you know, things kind of change. So. You did? <laughs> Lucas? I did. San Diego is a fickle bitch, I'll tell you that. Oh, <laughs> my God. How'd they, how'd they get you? Why'd you cut slipping up? I thought it was a safe safe time. It was like 1030 at night, and I was standing in between two houses because we ran out of a house during our spring break mm. and i was standing in between which is technically public property and all of a sudden i feel a very strong force behind me i like turn around like a half drunk like kind of like crazy now you get pushed you don't like yeah. that I turn no. around, I doesn't like that officers. so i uh had to do a lot of explaining and this was st patrick's day i got got cuffed and put in the drunk tank for the remainder of the night Damn. Go you go directly to jail. Do not collect two hundred dollars, Lucas. The and I like may or may not have been under the age of twenty-one at the time. May or and may not. I smooth talked the officers of being very apologetic, very understanding, and oh, I... having mercy on me and taking me to the drunk tank in turn. So I believe in the justice system. I got lucky, and things things happen to work out for uh, fools like me. Damn! Yeah, I bet you were like dishing out hands. Like, come on! Like, I'll, I'll suck your dick. Like, get me out of this. Get me out of this. All right, you guys, skull to your dark beard. Christopher, what are you suckling upon? Um, I had a bomber myself that I've been meaning to crank up. It's one of those Game of Thrones beers. Uh, oh, it's a yep. red ale. I I don't believe it was Game of Thrones affiliated, but uh, it was called um, Dragon's Milk, and it was like like the stout that was aged in like a whiskey barrel. And like when you drink it, it's like it, like you could feel a little burn, a little something, a little a little yeah. tracar, uh, a touch of tracars, if uh, if you will. Yes. So Having sorry. that not be Game of Thrones affiliated is rather alarming to guys like me. <laughs> well, I mean, are you alarmed often, Lucas? Uh, frequently. Almost you should. Day. You should be your profession. God damn it! I'll say, given given my field, I'm pretty baffled by uh by stuff. There's a new phrase that I've been hearing more and more in recent history, and it says you shouldn't do anything you don't want to explain to the paramedics. And frankly, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I definitely jive with that. Oh my god! I so. We'll, we'll get to what the pot, this podcast is going to be about in a minute. But I have an anecdote, boys. Let's get into, like, the blurry white vision. I got a story. So I got a buddy. His dad is this f***ing uh, top-of-the-line plastic surgeon in the Bay Area. And his coming up, like, you go through your residency and all that. And he said when he made it to, like, doctor, he was in control of a few interns. And this guy shows up in the ER saying, uh, I, got the, I sat down on this eight ball. Like, it's up my rectum. It is up there. Up there, man. Eight ball. Like he sat on it, you know. Like how many, how many, you know, magic eight balls have you guys said? I don't think it was magic eight ball, but so it just happened, right? And he tells the interns, "All right, just lube it up. Try like try X Y Z." And they failed at X Y Z. Like they tried everything on the guy, and they said, "Doctor, so and so, we can't get it out. How are we gonna get this eight ball out of this guy's keister?" And he's like, "All right." Like he goes and gets like some medical books and or phone books, a heavy book drops it on the guy's stomach and he said it shot out of his ass and <laughs> cracked porcelain on the side of like they're in like a you know kind of surgical room cracks it he said you know a whopper of a story but i believe it like given the medical field 
and the law enforcement field that is like the truest most like darwinism gone wrong where it doesn't work you see this shit happening this absolute lunacy of what humans are capable of well you i figured that is the end game you just figure it out and then they're just let loose at state fairs like i feel like everybody there is a criminal when i go to like a small town state fair i'm like all right like do they get a day out of jail free card well i hope like uh, in in pool as billiards if you will like the last uh, last shot of the game you know it was supposed to hit the eight ball hopefully he called the uh prison pocket you know prison pocket <laughs> in the uh, uh hot pocket <laughs> corner hot pocket maybe oh anyways gents <laughs> gentlemen anecdotes aside yes uh i did have i'll uh, did have one other one but maybe the conversation will by the grace of the conversation we'll loop back and i'll be able to tell it starring one uh carrick myers ally carrick mm. i hope he's doing well if he's if he's listening to this <laughs> carrick, god damn it love that guy all right we're here to talk movies god damn it we're at it again you're the movie guys we're here uh, Chris, of course, and then Lucas, and myself, we're gonna f- dissect these 2000 movies and we're gonna rip out, out of the guts, the number one 2000s movie based on this this silly little bracket. You guys, what do you think about the bracket? Do you think it was fair enough? Did I uh, poo-poo a couple of the uh, the matchups? I felt like there there weren't any f- sacrificial lambs per my, my MO, but uh, I mean, maybe uh, there's a few, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, you gave me another matchup on this one, kind of like the Jurassic Park Dumb and Dumber on the last one. So I'm not super pumped when we get to that. Indeed. But, um, no, all in all, pretty good. I had, there's a few ones that caught me by surprise being on here, but hey. What's I, was, I was just trying to think all like squirrely. What's something unexpected yet expected? You know what I mean? Like some movies that people can agree on. And then like I, it, along the line, if you guys have honorable mentions, just shout them out. Just Tourette's them. Somebody commented the other day of like, oh, Fast and the Furious. That set off, like, remember how big street street racing was? Like how popular oh. it was after that movie came out? Yep. Like yep. I remember going to the Davis, like UC Davis Arcade and having this little car because I had an RXA, initial D, initial drift, kind of like Tokyo Drift. But I would go in there and play with these mega nerds with their like stars printed on their card going off the f- Like They're just amazing. These One of those guys. Talking people that bring towels, their credit card, and Gatorade to Dance Dance Revolution. Like, and they are, like, not only are they going hard, but they are calculated and f***ing precise. And though, never been able to play. I'm ranting. That has nothing to do with movies. Movies! But yes, I Lucas, think it's a Lucas, great job. It, it is tough to make a list of 16 movies in a whole decade. That is There's something right. that needs to be said first and foremost before doing anything critical. No um, comedies yeah. in here, because people are like, don't give them credit. I'm like, all right, we'll separate. Perhaps do a separate one. Because people don't like, they just get too salty. So I'm like, all right, we'll have an objective point of view. Comedy's out. I feel like people can't seek. They can't empathize with our emotions. Some people did, few. Most chose to be salty. Comedies, as well as like superhero or big blockbuster movies, are typically ones that people get a little fit or uh, uppity about being included in best movies, even though they should be. Because yes, Dark, that's a good like, point too. Because technically, Iron Man came out in the mid two thousands, and therefore, like that was like the one that teared off this huge empire of Marvel. So technically, that yep. should get some a kind decade. Of Have you ever seen anything? I guess. I mean, James Bond to a certain extent, but nothing came together in a series of say. 20 movies before Endgame came, like, 
over well over 10 movies until Endgame, like the the climax came together. No, no that was. I think it was 18 before Infinity War. From 18. Second. There were some stinkers in there, yeah. sure, but so no. I mean, obviously, like what they did was un. But <laughs> yes. But yeah, all in all, fair list. <laughs> Comedies make sense. Take superheroes out as well. We're going like general movies then. That's good. Very good. You guys want to start off with a couple like uh, questions to get the brains in the movie mode, or just tee off on this bracket. I, I am a guest in your abode. This is this is your show. I say fire it off. Let's grease the wheels. You know, let's like let's get a few questions going. Get the people engaged. Right. Yeah. You know? All right. We'll get. Well, first of all, I want to take a picture because you guys, people being quarantined, they're getting you know scared. But this is a life right now. I'm taking a picture. So like, smile. <laughs> yes, my life rules. Fears, buds, and suds. Let's go. All right. Questions. You could take a screenshot, you know. Shut up. Well, I couldn't get the beers. The screenshot doesn't go off this off the grid, dude. I need I feel like I'm the type of guy that needs more than one monitor. Like special. Like I need I need monitors. Okay. I would sorry. be worried about I would be worried if I would be worried if you had multiple monitors. Oh god. I'd it turn out like that guy. Remember the movie Grandma's Boy? And that skinny dude from Dodgeball is just like listening to this like techno music just laying on a yes. dentist seat. Like that's the move right there. You're alone. You could, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> it seemed great. <laughs> away from these miserable yeah. human beings. Uh, have have food slipped under your door? Like a voluntary solitary, voluntary solitary confinement, Chris. I feel like that's that would just be. Oh, I can get play. on board. Oh my God! All this time we were wondering if we could, but never if we should. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well done, Lucas. Pull up a God. I'll give you a ten for that one. Just the the whole the whole thing came. All right, sorry. Ten, moving on. Ten moving points on. to Slytherin, huh? What's that? Ten, ten points. Ten points to Slytherin. Huh? Uh, to Slytherin. Ten points indeed. Like talk about right. talk about the hosing that Dumbledore did to those <laughs> those hardworking Slytherin kids at the end of year one. They win the House Cup. They even had the audacity to put up their decorations, and Dumbledore's just sitting there like, <laughs> I'm about to tear their hearts out. He's yeah. like, yo, like Hagrid. Like, Hagrid showed up three days beforehand. He's just begging hookers in Molestown. Gan like, Gandalf goes up to him, hey, like, I'm going to say some, some cute shit, and then you're going to come in at this point. Like, just chill, and, like, just come in like, oh, I just got here. Like, <laughs> from Azkaban. Cool. Yeah, just play it cool. And then, like, you know, like we said before, the the – insulting applause and then gives like an extra five points to Neville for being a dipshit. <laughs> it's just standing there like every, Slytherin gets on and they beat out every other house. Why is is Gandalf playing favorites, gents? Sorry. I'm sorry. Because uh, there's rigging. Wasn't he Gryffindor? Was he? I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah. No, it's okay. okay. No, playing favorites. No, I don't see it at all. Lucas, nice American flag. Can you hear? Can you hear me? Yeah, that one. That's the one. Uh, so, all right, all right. First question. We got this, you guys. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Who has the best voice for narrations? 
Who is the best narrator's voice? Don't just oh. hop on the Morgan Freeman bandwagon. There's some great narrators oh, out there. There are some really good ones. You know who actually, I just watched a documentary on Netflix recently. Well, kind of like a half documentary, half reenactment. It was by Charles Dance, Tywin Lannister. Dance? Really? I, I like that. I like that. He, I don't know if, you know, he doesn't have the narration range. I think Freeman gets the, always gets the credit because he yeah. can like narrate anything. But Dance had like an edge to him and this was like a war documentary. So he had that like appropriate vibe. I like that. I like that, like a kind of sinister, like maybe he's part of it. I I can dig that. Yeah. No, it was it was pretty cool. And I, I recognized his voice in the first five seconds. Like, yeah, fuck Tywin. <laughs> Get on board, Tywin. There, there's some like yeah. for nature documentaries, there's a certain caress I need. Like there's who is it? Sir David, <laughs> at, at David Attenborough. David right. Attenborough is a there's hell some, of a narration. There's, uh, who else is there? I heard Jeremy oh, Irons. What's up? Is it David or Richard Attenborough? It could it's be David. Richard. David, it's David. I have a, uh, I think, okay, on good authority. I think Richard was Jurassic Park. I think he was in Jurassic ah. Park. <laughs> I have to uh, say, David, David Attenborough's voice sounds like flowing water in like the oh, Sears. You know, absolutely. it's poetry. It's it's magical. It takes you somewhere. You don't know what's going on, and you're just the wrong. Oh, let me. All right, you guys talk about curveballs since there ain't no baseball. I'm gonna throw one right here. Best female narrator. Who? Like nobody really comes to mind. I think I've heard Kate Blanchett narrate stuff before. And oh it yeah. Out well, that was the beginning of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> I, got, I was sold like this mockumentary. Yeah. Um, huh. It's got to be some somebody British, obviously. Obviously. Oh, you know, I bet Sigourney. We, I think Sigourney's done something. I can't I say what. <laughs> I think I think she did Planet Earth back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah, because that does sound familiar. I get down with that. Oh. Not really a narrator, but just a speaker that I just, I enjoy his voice and I need to delve more into his content in order to like respect it more, not be just such a poser, but um, he, he had the monologue on the pale blue dot, uh, physicist, super famous. Oh, Neil, Neil deGrasse, Neil, Neil, Neil DeGrasse Tyson's mentor, Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan. Oh, uh, Carl Sagan's like his monologue, like the pale blue dot. He was Neil deGrasse Tyson before Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, yeah, no, he's a good one too. I've heard some very good voice. Um, other one I've heard narrate some things in the past was Jeremy Irons. Yeah, Jeremy Irons. He's a goddamn stud. Great voice. Be prepared, Chris. Oh, much like much like the last name himself. His voice is cold. It's calculated. Ah, nice. We love it. Yep. I know. Can't get enough of it. There's some good. Because good I'll say he's the he's like the Alfred in the like the Batman with Ben Ben Affleck. Yeah. Right? So I know what a waste of a great Alfred, right? This right, but the scene where Batman's getting all jacked and Ben Affleck's oh. looking huge doing the tire iron, uh, tire pull, and all you hear is his voice in the background. That is a beautiful scene. Gets me jacked. Good man and cruel. Was there any hope for Ben Affleck in your guys' in your mind's eye? Yeah. As, as Batman? What about Robert Pattinson? <laughs> that I mean, okay, so I, I have want to be wild. Appreciate Robert Pattinson. I've seen some other movies with him, and 
I, God bless him because he's never going to leave Twilight behind, but he's not a bad actor. <laughs> no? I mean, it's just Twilight. Like, do you think they were told to act that bad? Like, not make it that cheesy, be that pitiful? Of a I mean, movie? I don't know. career died from those movies. What's that? <laughs> what, what career? He was like, okay, he had uh, insert any dark skinned uh, teenager with abs. You could have put him in there. Interchangeable. But when it comes to, I mean, forgetting how to act in movies, you could talk about Natalie Portman in the Star Wars prequels. My God, it's like she has an Oscar. It's like she forgot how to act during Whoa. this movie. Whoa. can you, you leave her out of this, Chris? Well, it's like she was just kind of caught up. Like it, there was a big explosion that was the prequels, and she was just one of those people that got like yeah. just shunned because when you listen to like I was just arguing with my buddies about it on the Council of Nerds Part 1. You guys could tune in when you're done listening to this episode. Uh, now, like, the prequels are such garbage. Like, Attack of the Clones was so bad. Like, Hayden <laughs> Christensen says, like, I'm haunted by the kiss that you never should have given me. It's just like, what are you doing? Why? And then one of my buddies, Brilly, said that is the best Star Wars movie. He had the audacity to say that's the best over the OGs. This guy, we call him the Red Skull because he goddamn thinks Red Skull's the best villain in the MCU. <laughs> Or just in general. It was, no, it was a wide variety of villains, and he's a Red Skull guy. This is Brentley Wiseman. I'm, I'm calling him out on this podcast, and I know he's listening because he is one of the most loyal, goddamn friends and followers. He is listening to now. And I get, Brentley, you animal. I'm spreading the word. Throwing you under that bus. Well, uh, I, uh, Jesus Christ, I don't even yeah. know what to do. That. I, that, that's what I'm saying. I had to hold that in. It's funny to see that he's not a part of this movie podcast. Oh man! <laughs> no, I got th- I'm sure he'd be down to join. Like he fits it. He he's like the uh, free space and bingo. Put him in any social group, whatever. Like he's good to go. Just want to just like, blend in. Absolutely. Sounds like the kind of person that when he sees Avatar listed in your movie category, he was thinking Last Airbender movie. <laughs> oh man! No, like I'm so glad I'm getting back into that. I'm so glad. So glad. I will be starting that very shortly. I've never yeah. actually seen it. So I've seen bits and parts or episodes, but I've never seen the full show. So that is on my to-do list now. Anytime I see a meme, I'm on iPhone. I'm like, no, 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 don't want to spoil anything. I could tell like there's certain things that have been spoiled. Like I know that will happen and I can kind of see it. Like the characters are a little deeper, like especially the bad guys, Prince Zuko. Like he is so much more deep when he's, he's bad, but is he likes that intensity like I'll, I'll spare the the rant on his character but like i know i'm really like the fight scenes are f- sick yeah. like the animation it kind of slows a little bit so you can see like their movements like it's man well what people don't i forget the name of the award but what people don't talk about is that the third season of the last airbender when it came out it won awards for having emotional depth and range and character development and they did it over a 20 episode series and it's one of, I think, three animated shows that have ever won the award. And really? It, it is remarkably well done. I I just casually put it on, because like once I saw Netflix got it back, and, and I finished all three in a matter of... <gasps> well, it came out on the 15th, and it's, what, the 27th, so... Yeah, nice. Not a voice. Nice. No, it, yeah, I, I watched a few. Um, yeah, I can't. Oh, I, I can't keep to Weight Watchers. God damn it! Because I know it's gonna get a lot darker. It's gonna get a lot more spicy. So, uh, what? Uh, what? Um, 
If you guys could choose to bend one, which would you choose? Which nation do you join? Yeah, that's a good curveball. Uh, thought a lot about this one. Yeah. And it makes makes the most sense. And honestly, it just kind of seems the coolest is Earth. I was Earth? just about to say, I, I, I would probably have to agree and go Earth. Water was the first one I wanted to say, or even air, but Earth, you could F some shit up with that <laughs> it's like how far does the earth like is as powerful as you are the more you study maybe it's like you can control more things say like yeah one of my buddies let it slip last night uh that you can start controlling metal bending metal and it's like if there's iron in your body just just kill it like my my instinct was like water but with air i feel like it's more if you're super powerful that you can like just send bullets through people or choke them whatever yeah air well, you can get pretty dark with all of them. But I want to yes. get real dark, baby. <laughs> I'm not sleeping on fire either, but I would. Okay, I'd, so to so further this, that's the element you choose. What do you think you'd be given, yeah. though? What's the actual one that you feel like you'd actually get? I'd say water. Because I found oftentimes what you want. I'll say what you oftentimes think that you want that's is true. not what you're probably going to get. I'd probably get fire, just because that's the one I'd least want. Yeah, <laughs> but still. You well, cause a ruckus. I think with your temper, fire is the most, <laughs> most fair, but... <laughs> ah! <laughs> Just breathing fire. Uh, which movie universe would you guys want to live in? Excuse me. Ooh. Movie universe. Ooh. Got your Star Wars, you got your Marvel. Maybe one day yeah. we'll see a cross, like a major motion crossover of just the greatest, nerdiest things. There's, there's Harry Potter and the Wizarding World. Um, God, there's the world of Die Hard where Bruce Willis is just the man. <laughs> there's Lord of the Rings. Uh, one I would most want to live in. There's Avatar that was, World. That was one I never really came up with an answer just because I, ah, my God, I, let me go give me a second. Go mainstream. There's too many to choose from and there's a lot of cool in a bunch of them, so. There really is. <sighs> Maybe a Toy Story, your toys come Let's to life. See. You would know they come to life and you videotape them. What say you? Um. Uh, what say you? Willy you know, Wonka? This, huh? this is one that I actually struggle with because, like, yeah, say you go into one of these like, super cool and wild universes. What if you're not on the cool side of it? Yeah, like, no. What if, like, what if you're in the Harry Potter world and you're a squid? You get. Uh, uh, all right, whatever world you choose, you're you're well off. You know, you're you can handle yourself. Oh, Harry Potter. Gods are good. <laughs> I'd say it would be dope to be a mutant, like yeah. separate from Marvel somewhat, but it's like your power is like, you're the only one that has it, I guess. Or if you somebody else has it, there's a variation, like you're unique, truly. You see, that was the first one I ruled out because- You ruled out? People get, people get hosed in that movie. Like you're trying oh, to tell me that there's people who can bend metal and like honestly regenerate from anything. And then you're the guy that just like grows his fingernails super long. Oh, <laughs> like, <yeah. not> there. <laughs> uh, what if you had like, it's like, God, you just increase your size at your will. God, you could choose anyone, but it's like, I think most guys would just go shapeshifter. Uh, I watched Dark Phoenix the other day. Not the best movie, granted, but there's some good mutant action in it. The action's not bad. What little you get, there's My Michael Fassbender. Let's go, Michael Fassbender. Correct. Um, um, the scene at the mansion where Cyclops actually grows a pair. Yeah. Train scene were the only two scenes that had any redemption in that movie. That train yeah. scene, I, you know, was spectacular. Just, da, 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 da. It's like, yeah. 
I feel like they just got lost. There's too many little subplots. Jean's good, bad. She's lost control. She's part of their crew. Like, it just, it was too, there's too much finger painting going on. The movie could have been so much better if they just took the alien shit out and just focused on Jean. What was that? What the f*** was that? Completely unnecessary. I think it was like they're in a tip. And a waste of Jessica Chastain. Who that? Oh, the the main bad chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they they were there to save Jean's character. Like it's like she's not the bad one. It's really the aliens. It's not Jean's fault. It's yeah, like, what no, the f- are you doing? Turn her bad. Made her evil. Was, yeah, and wound up ruining the train scene at the very end. Oh my god! At least James McAvoy's in it. You know, the Jennifer well, Lawrence a little like. And, I, you mentioned, and you mentioned Fastbender. Like, don't get me wrong. He and yeah. McAvoy save. Both that movie and Apocalypse for me because both of those are so easily forgotten, which is a shame because First Class and Days of Future Past were like two of the best X Men movies. Yeah, I would absolutely say that was like a bizarre kind of revamp. That like the movies, like the only X Men movies that I really give about. I guess first one for nostalgia, but I wouldn't like choose to watch it. Uh, X Two, like that opening scene with uh, Nightcrawler, just fucking the. Um, after that, no X3, get that out of there. Uh, first class. First class is great. Um, I like Wolverine. I like Wolverine. Uh, the the first one, it's so campy and cheesy. Really liked it. The first Wolverine movie. Wolverine or? The origin. Uh, the the third one, uh, Logan. I love Logan. Um, but yeah, the first one, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's like, it's entertaining. Plus, Liam Schreiber's in it. And yeah, God, Ryan Reynolds, like, it's ridiculous. And there's some bizarre, like, like him chopping up that goddamn ladder as it's, like, going down. He's chasing after Gambit. And he's like, ah, ah, ah. Aaron, like, Aaron, Aaron, it had ah. Will Am in it. Ah, I did. Shame. Yeah. At least he Shame. dies. At least he dies. Shame. But Hugh Jack, Hugh Jack, you give Hugh Jackman the time of day. You give it. Oh, you're talking to a guy who loves Hugh Jackman. Don't I, know, I know I am. I know I am. Yeah. But that movie deserves to be forgotten for all time. Uh, well, I will. I will not. Always remember. Uh, <laughs> the Wolverine. <laughs> the one the in Japan. Wolverine, that, I didn't like that one. That that was first just two thirds were great, and then it went all weird. You got a wacky. Shit. There's parts of it I like, uh, and then right. Logan's gr- tremendous. Uh, Days of Future Past and X Men First Class. I'll be honest, Logan. Like, I love it. It's a great movie all around. Like it's a, a Western mutant film. Does it count as a modern Western? Would you say? For sure. Yeah. yeah. It's a too as modern. A, well, it's like it's like it's futuristic, you know. But like it, it's like Mandalorian. Like it's a Western. Mandalorian's probably maybe a little more a Western, but uh, I guess that there's not the like the typical like revolvers and horses and whatnot. Not a true Western. Yeah. Yeah. But everything but, in essence of it. Uh, what is the most overrated you guys would 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 say? What's the single most movie? Well, yeah, give me a single movie overrated, overrated single movie, absolutely. Or if you got yeah. a hand, if you got some like Chris from the hip, if you got six, we, we talked about it last week in uh, Shawshank. I think that most movie overrated, so incredibly overrated. But would you not agree that it is if something's good enough to be overrated? it's good enough to be overrated since so many people like it. Like, they get to that point because people not, really you know. like it. No? I, I would not. 
well yeah but you it, can get like fandoms all spouting off on anything and all well it's a great movie but no, that, that's true Shawshank, I think. well it's like there's an army of I like Shawshank. i i would i i'll retract my statement just for the sheer fact i'm just saying oh if the masses think it's so then it's so like the millions of girls that went out to watch Twilight movies, like I'm about to give them credit because there's so many that it must be good. So I apologize. Let me re retract said statement. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that is a movie that people just seem to swear by as being like the best piece of cinema ever. And I, it's a good movie. I don't yeah. wrong. I don't hate it, but uh, I never need to see it again. I never thought it was that great to begin with. Wow. Wow. Wow, yeah. says Owen. What's the best? Uh, sorry. All right, Lucas, you first. I almost asked another question like an idiot. Overrated movie. Um, I know we're not really talking about these like genre of movies today, but frankly, I hate it. I don't want to watch it. If it comes on TV, I will change the style, change the channel. I'll probably even just turn the TV off, maybe leave the room. I don't know. Uh, Napoleon, maybe break Napoleon Dynamite. When that oh involved, man! I'm, I'm so bummed out. It's like, oh. <laughs> it's it's one of those things like, oh cool, yeah, it's got like little one-liners here and there that people quote. But outside of that, it's a terribly done movie. It's not entertaining, and at the same time, the acting is uh, got uh, acting just absolutely atrocious. But right. everyone seems like overlooked that, you know? Yeah. Oh my god. So Stupid. I could not agree more with you on that one. It's so I, bad. I might agree. I like that movie though. Like it's so over the top. Like what about Nacho Libre? Like I, I was just about Nacho to is so Nacho funny. Libre. I like that movie. It's so. Like it's it's the lie. same movie. <laughs> no, it is not. It's no, it's no, not. No. It's not. But Nacho is just <laughs> so funny. It honestly dropped my. my <laughs> Do not realize I've had diarrhea since Easter's and he like he pluralizes <laughs> And then like when he goes up and like climbs against the eagle egg and like he throws the rock over the edge He could have killed one of them at the bot like when they're just chilling in a canoe like that could have just crushed their head <laughs> Uh, that movie dropped yeah. an entire letter grade. My Spanish four teacher, uh, Senora Gonzalez, <laughs> she loved me to she loved me to pieces. Like she's a great teacher, probably one of my favorites. And uh, my me and my buddy Robbie, like we quoted that movie so much. We also like if you speak English, you get deducted points. But I mean, I'm gonna quote yeah. quoters quote, and she would always be like, <laughs> just look at me, docking points. And then for when I graduated from uh, my senior year. She got me Nacho Libre for my, for a gift. Baller ass teacher. Shout out to Miss G. Wow, wow, dope teacher. You can even go over there and like, cause she lived a block away from the school. If I like, I'm a slow ass t test taker. That's awesome. She would let students like, hey you guys, come over here, you slow ass stupid sons of bitches. Take your test at my place and get the hell out of here, you f bums. Idiot. A big Corazon, <laughs> grande. But anyways, ah, we digress. We digress. Overrated movie. Did a Napoleon Dynamite. Good lord. Because I don't go the unpopular opinion route just for the sake of it, but I also don't hop on the bandwagon that quickly to like appease other people too. So like some of these choices, and you're gonna see choices later on in this podcast <laughs> that like they might not be too kosher. They might not go over very well. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that unkosher, baby. I don't care. That's it. You need to be able to at least acknowledge other opinions. So, you know what? Fire it off. I'll try my best to acknowledge. Um, speaking of acknowledgement, this is a little off tangent, but I mean, you know, such is life. 
Why doesn't the Quick and the Dead get more love as a Western? I feel like it is so slept on. Talk about underrated it, movie. Underrated. Yeah, it it really is, especially considering Russell Crowe. Leo? Leo, Gene Hackman, uh, what was it, was it Farrah Fawcett? No, not Farrah Fawcett. No, so Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Yeah. No, and no, no. Top notch. It's a pretty cool. Who, yeah, it just hold on. If I, I'm so sorry. Let me pause this for a second. Talk about narrating voices. That uh, black dude that they hire as a bounty hunter to kill Gene Hackman, that guy's voice, he's in the Navy. He's in the voice of the Navy commercials. That guy has an amazing voice. Oh, let me IMDb real quick. Oh. Hey, Brick Joe! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a picture of space. I just don't know his name. Isn't he in Chronicles of Riddick, too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the, he's the, uh, like the Muslim with his sons, and he don't get killed. That is absolutely... Yeah. I, is, uh, Keith David. Bo! You say Keith David? Yeah, that very cool. Dude's got a kick-ass voice. Keep very good David. voice. It's a good choice. Solid. Yeah. Well, well. Yes. We're just agreeing it's underrated. You know. Lucas, how, how do you like that movie? A young, a young Russell Crowe. I want to say that movie. What came out? What ninety six, ninety seven? I want to say ninety seven. Lucas or Chris? Can one of you guys check? My internet's so yeah. slow here. I'm scared. Hadouken. Yeah, ninety five. Ninety five. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, hell of a movie. I, I, it's one that gets slept on. It's easy to go to Westerns and now and well-known ones, but yeah, that one's underrated and accepted. And it coming like, well, 95 coming right after Tombstone, do you think people, you think it probably took away some of the clout it could have had, but I don't know. Tombstone's just such a standalone. I think anybody coming after it was just doomed. Yep. So Yeah, pretty much. Uh, um, also underrated. 310 to Yuma. Give me that. Love three, 310 to Yuma. Wait a sh- That wasn't on this list. I know it no. wasn't on this. Oh. That was, no, that was my discrepancy. Yeah, what was, the hell? Damn. Idiot. Because that one, it's like, it's like 310 to Yuma got caught for using PEDs and they were taken out of the contest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what in the sh- I think I got subconsciously people pleasing because I feel like I guess the majority of people aren't westerns, but that doesn't mean they don't deserve to be on this list. But the majority of people are idiots. <laughs> they are, and I'm trying to appease them by taking it. I didn't even think about it. 2007. Now that I think about it, Chris. 2007, yes. 310 to Yuma. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Really. I have the technology. So oh, I wish- so it's, it's not 07, it's like 05. 05? Shut your butt. 07. Th- <gasps> oh! <laughs> <laughs> forward, men! Forward, march! Alright, um, this could get us off on a little bit of a tangent. Alright. Um, what is, like, you guys think that the purpose and overall utility of entertainment, like, to human beings, like, say, like, our society, but, like, it, there's been plays since, like, since philosophy came out, like, the, in times of Greece, ancient Greece, we're talking comedy, we're talking, we're talking tragedy, like, all forms of this entertainment, like, why is that, like, a part of who we are? 
Like we see other think, animals doing that. I think a major part of it is escapism. I think uh, whether or not life sucks or life could be going good, sometimes it's good to get away. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's always been a big part of it. But on the flip side, then you see plays, I mean, if you're going back to the old times, plays or movies nowadays that are super dramatic or just downright depressing. And yeah. it really the hell out of you. I think those, the other side of entertainment can be used to uh, maybe make you think about things or reevaluate aspects of life. Yeah. So. so it's not it's not like just one purpose. It like it's no. it's overall no. effect on our emotional state. Shake it up or inspire. If it was unitary purpose, it wouldn't be around still. Like, like who, who goes to get scared? You know, like some sick f out there going to scary movies and sh like. Yeah, I don't know. I think about like the way that like people use entertainment in order to express different ideas and like also like different cultures in like a different way too. And, like it's a way that like coming it all bringing it all together and like actually experiencing different values and pains and putting it all together in one quick snippet um do you think it's like chris like escapism do you think that's inherent to humans like whenever there's like bad going on or you face calamity there's this inherent urge to get away from it because you can go all the way back to like we're like we're cavemen we're telling stories around a fire like uh, it's I mean, I guess that's kind of like an early form or, or whatever it is we do to kind of take ourselves away. Like, it just seems like it's always been a part of us and it's just kind of evolved into more advanced forms of entertainment. I feel like escapism well, is like this, the essence of it. Humans, yeah, I mean, I, don't, I think we're the only ones with the capacity to do something like that. Um, it's not like you're going to see dogs doing anything. <laughs> like yeah. Distracting for themselves, but... It's like they're uh, always hunting. They're like on the prowl. They're looking a place to rest. Like humans seem like to be the only ones that are like that. I could think. I guess like dolphins might play games. I guess, but humans can just straight up put their head in the fuck and get addicted to something and you know entertainment. I think yeah, yeah. I think the, with the higher level of consciousness and you're able to evaluate how you think or feel comes the price of yeah. I need to kind of like not think about this. Fuck. Uh, Heavy is the head that holds the brain. God damn it. It's too much. Lucas. Kinda, yeah. Ugh. There's not much going up there. I can hear it rattling around a little bit. It comes about like in the, say, the Great Depression or whatever. Like Movies were so clutch to get out of your fucking... Your your fruitless farm, or you're in the city. You have no job. You have 20 kids because you just couldn't what? stand it. If you could afford it, you could you know <laughs> whack somebody down at the docks and get a nickel. Treat yourself to a steak and a f night at the Hamilton or whatever. <laughs> whatever a nickel can get you back in the day. Yeah, loaf of bread. Loaf. Fuck loaf. Um. All right. Let's see here. I was gonna ask this question, but I. It was what is the most profound body change for a role, and uh, Christian Bale's just the goat of yeah. body transformation. I, I, I feel silly for even <laughs> writing it I, down, but but just the acknowledgement of what that man did. Yes, like Matt McConaughey hasn't bounced back yet from Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, are falling I, off his ass. I, I was racking my brain just to try and come up with someone else, and there's there just isn't really anyone else you can kind of throw in that category. Mm -hmm. Close thing, thing you can do is Jonah Hill. 
<laughs> oh god, icky, icky. It's skinny Jonah Hill or fat Jonah Hill. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like any Jonah Hill. Yeah, I'll say, but like, how how small and how big? Like, it's pretty wild. Like that kind of range. That's, that's just because he's a f- turd and nobody likes him. Hadouken! Well, I don't, so therefore everybody does it. You're kind of alone on that one. I'm a hater. Oh, mercy. Um, blah, 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 blah. Wow, you guys like Jonah Hill? Yes. No! You seen Superbad? I noticed that wasn't on your I've, list either. I've seen it. <laughs> I don't like any of that cast. The only part of those <laughs> movies I like is Bill Hader and Seth Rogen's little banter as cops. That's it. That is it. Okay. Those dick drawings were hilarious, but you know that's not Jonah Hill. That was younger actors in the montage, not Jonah Hill. That's a pretty hot take. I feel like it's just like the kid that like Michael Sarah. He does nothing for me. He's the same guy in every movie. And then whoever that third Cretan is, like he's just this unbecoming okay. figure that they put on screen, like with this crackly voice, like. All right, like he's a shit guy. This is one movie, and I feel like there's no other movies you could possibly put him in. But he's just. Uh, I bet they Seth, the pro- producers throw him a bone f- every once in a while. It's like they, uh, no, anyways, there's some actors yeah. I'm just like, how the f*** even here? But I mean, Steve Buscemi's so ugly. Like how the hell is he, he an actor? He's a tremendous actor in my opinion. Okay. I could be wrong. All right, you guys bust out your f- brackets. I just want to get rowdy. Lucas, I want your honest opinions and, uh, you know, don't be afraid to rock the boat a little bit. All right. She's going steady. She's going steady. Chris. (laughs) Oh, you may go now. (laughs) 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 Oh, Chris, I forgot you were there. (laughs) I just had Bianca Uh, the first time the other day. Ah, about damn time. Yeah. One one proposal later. I'm your huckleberry. Good Lord. What's that? That and Top Gun. She had never seen that either. Really? Yeah. And that's uh, pretty egregious. Wait, how uh, is Top oh. Gun not in the last bracket, too? What's that? Uh, that's 80s movie. Yeah, 85, Lucas. 85. It's that. Whoa. Okay, sorry. Come on, youngster. Um, you lose. Uh, oh, and Bianca's uh, Instagram video, I like, just commented on it. She did that, like, speed up uh, video of you guys working in the backyard. I'm like, of course oh, Chris's yeah. shirt comes off. Of course his shirt comes off. Why isn't it? The tan is looking good, by the by. Thank you. I see it. <laughs> Look, looking dark, looking crispy. Lucas, you're just naturally dark. Nice. There. Wow. You're down, you're down so na- San Jose right now? Uh, no, I'm still in Santa Rosa for now, and then I'm moving oh. to South Bay next week, actually. Uh, well, hopefully no one's on the road. Uh, Redwood City. And it's pretty much the burbs of uh, the in-between of SF and San Jose. You'll be able to go to Stanford Games when you're allowed to go back to Stanford Games. Honestly, I'll be able to go to sporting events eventually. Eventually. But yeah, I, uh, I'm still here for the time being, and I am looking forward to moving next week. So I want to make sure we squeeze this in while uh, squeeze it in there. It allowed. Squeeze it in there, Morty. All right, let's see here. <laughs> I love that guy. That's a that show deserves its own podcast like episode here. I love that show. episodes. Oh my! God. I haven't watched any of the new ones, but but I will. Oh, but I will. 
there's one that had me dying. But yeah. oh, please. <clears throat> there's been a few bangers in the new season. Oh They're that. all there's like the consistency of that show I've never seen before. From the first episode, is the same consistency of funny and clever and just outrageous and you know I don't know I just yeah please, before I wet my pants any long anymore. All right, our task today uh, is finding out, discovering who, and electing the best 2000s movie in this bracket. Are you guys ready? Let's... Uh, hey, also, before we even like, get going, I do want you to fire it off. I do think we should do the whole... Uh, like, you should find some way to like establish points for each person's face and name. So no. like ESPN... Uh, Pardon, no, pardon, not PTI, it's, um, what is it? Around the horn. Around the horn, that's it, yeah. Oh, oh. Shit. You know, that's a good idea to put, like, to Photoshop on the faces of who voted for what. I'm your huckleberry. Like, I just put, like, take your smile, like, is that what you're talking about? Like, putting, mm -hmm. like, saying who voted for which movie, so it's like, I wouldn't take all the blame for Dumb and Dumber winning. I like that. <laughs> People hated it. All right, very good, very good. <laughs> We're all going to be famous, or, like, I love, putting heads... Stop. Photoshop was made for putting heads in funny places. It's it's fabulous. Uh, blah, 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 blah. All right, let us begin. Let us. Let us. Not the vegetable, Lucas. Let us begin. Oh, we have... Sorry. Got it. All right, let's go to the top left. Yep. We have Avatar versus Castaway. We have uh, Sam... Was it Washington? Not Washington. Worthington. Worthington. You have Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. You have Stephen Lang. You yeah, have, uh, Chris, you feel this one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you want me to take this one? I'm out. Please. This castaway just well, not, just not even on your guys' radar. movies that you want us to spout off on about, like, oh, you neglected this one, or <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I was starting off with this one, because what the f castaway doing in this bracket? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was like, oh, Tom I, Hanks. I don't know. It got it somehow I, got in there. When you sent the bracket to us to, like, kind of do beforehand, I'm like, okay. I didn't actually look to the top left right away, but then my eyes have actually gravitated there. And I, I saw don't know. I don't even know if it's. I don't. I don't even know if it's in the two thousands. It, it <laughs> is, unfortunately, <laughs> at least fit. I don't know why. I. I. All right, you guys. That was. That's what we like to call a boo boo. That that castaway. <laughs> that one. That one uh, kind of hurt me a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was just like. I'll just that's where three ten. That's like, where three ten to Yuma should have been, right? Sure, uh, among other movies, but yes, <laughs> three ten to you. Yeah, was yeah. But I was just, yeah, I was just bouncing back and forth. My I was like, okay, that's there, that's there, that's there. And like Castaway popped up, I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was. I didn't realize I got sent the joke bracket. I, I made oh wow, I made a boom boom. I made a boom boom. Okay. Um, but also, yeah, so all the way around it, my reasoning for Avatar is because uh, I'm voting for Avatar. By the way. Yeah, uh, Avatar. My, my, my oh. Is Avatar was like a beautifully done movie. Like, yes, it is all animated for like damn near 99.9% .9 of it, but it changed the way like movies were like uh, looked at for like CGI essentially. And yeah. James put like 15 years into making that movie too. Like, yeah, it's imagine, you imagine, was, you imagine it that, was like, sorry, what? No, as you say, you know, I could imagine like planning that for that long, having that in your mind, like staying focused. Like, good yeah. lord, it was an enormous technological feat. Um, pretty damn impressive what he was able to get done with that movie. Granted, yeah, we're not going to talk about acting or anything like that. The story was a complete rip off of Pocahontas. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred ten percent. 
Um, in terms of what it was able to accomplish, I think alone would have been Castaway. <laughs> um, yeah, because I mean, he's doing the exact same thing with the sequel. Like the CGI wasn't where he needed it to be for the next one, so he had to wait. Really? Plus. Yeah, no. It's coming out next December, and he had to wait that long just because technology wasn't where it was, where he needs it to be to film the movie. Jesus Christ, are we going to have, like, syringes in our arms so we can, like, feel what they're feeling or something like that? Probably. It's supposed it... to take place completely underwater, so. Wow. So imagine all that spacey-looking, trippy shit mm. underwater. I man. like that. Oh, man. I'm in. Also, are we I'm, I'm sold. James Cameron does research for these two, and he built his own submarine that went down deeper than damn near all of the submarines, so he's ready for it. He went into the Marianas Trench for this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, research He been found down. the technology. What the hell's, like, James Cameron? <laughs> James. <laughs> uh, South Park? Why not? That guy. Yeah. That's, uh, that's unreal. That's South Park. That's, uh, what he just did was... Team America, right? Like Matt yeah. Damon. David. <laughs> no, there's a South Park episode on James Cameron after he went down to the trench, and like they just like totally riff on him being like the savior that everyone. Why? Why is it James Cameron? Like, why, why is he such I a joke? Don't know, but is there, like if this if he wasn't a movie know, guy, he would be like acknowledged, like, oh, that's a very impressive thing, James Cameron. But he also, you guys are sleeping on his most, maybe his most impressive accomplishment. I don't know. Impressive is the word, but he got he married Linda Hamilton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then yes. divorced Linda Hamilton. Zip. Notice how she divorced him right after he made all that Titanic money. Big time Titanic. Oh my God! You know what actor I just absolutely adore in Titanic? Yes, we know. Do you guys know? <laughs> is, uh, yes, we know. If you replace the first letters, it's uh, Zilly Bane. <laughs> God, we'll never understand your obsession. Zilly! <laughs> you want to talk about best body changes? We're going to go Billy Zane. Billy <laughs> Zane. Did you see his hair get shortened for, like, just in time for Titanic? Or they Can't wait to hear your mouth rush more. <laughs> you, I think you'll be impressed. There ain't no Billy Zanes on that mountain, okay? No, okay. no Zanes. Cool. All right, let us let us move forward. Good lord! All right, we have Inception versus uh, Paranormal Activity. Lucas, I took the last one. Um. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, go for it. Go, go, go. I'm pretty sure DiCaprio didn't work one day for Inception as to the total cost of what it took to make Paranormal oh Activity. <laughs> Yeah. I, I mean, true. I, true. I can't stand Paranormal Activity, really. I think it's like a really below average like, like film, unfortunately. Like, yes, it's an, hour and a, it's an hour and a half long, and the biggest thing you're watching for the first uh, hour and 15 is a door move back and forth, like half an inch. The, uh, the, the reason I put it on, like, I agree, like, yeah, low budget, but I don't recall anything scaring me more. And it was just, it, I feel like it kind of changed how scary movies can be by the way it's done. It's like, like, cause one of the questions I was going to ask is like, does a higher budget make for a better movie necessarily? And I, on, no, in this case, it, it could hinder it, like hinder creativity. Yeah. Sometimes a bigger budget will make it worse. Cause then they lean on CGI stuff too much yeah. and it looks like shit. it's not the authenticity of paranormal activity is kind of what sold it. And the fact there wasn't much going on throughout the movie 
just the sense of foreboding. You're like on the edge of your seat waiting for something to happen the whole time. Yeah, that was one of the first movies that scared me as a older kid, I guess. I don't know what year that came out, but- uh, We were in I college. Was in, uh, I was, uh, no, high school. I was definitely- No, you were in college. Trust, I remember being in San Luis Obispo visiting my, bu my buddy Robbie. And like, I slept in one, like under his like dorm bed. Like I was just so scared. Like I was scared Okay. Oh, uh, it was just rising tension to the extreme. So in my nearing adult life, that's one of the first scary movies I saw. Um, yeah. So, no, I, well, fair. And, and to Paranormal Activity's point as well, is that you don't need to overpay for actors in order to have a successful movie there as well. Is that, it, Correct. I can't tell you who those people were in that movie, but it didn't matter, what? you know? Still got, yeah. what, what, oh, sorry, go for it, go for it. No, you go. Oh, I was going to say, well, but how does it compare to Inception, though? Like, we're, like, just... Oh, Inception. In, yeah. in, in all ways, it just <laughs> blows Paranormal Activity, like, off its <laughs> hinges. Like, it's like, Leo DiCaprio, all right, that's, it's already better. Yeah, no, already Inception, better. Inception, hands down. That was one of the most incredible movies I remember seeing. I actually watched it about a month ago, and there was still new <laughs> I was finding in it. That's, I, or, I love I, movies like that. Stuff understanding it maybe i finally understand it i don't know i'm sure i'll watch it again and now i'll understand it i can't wait to watch the one that he's coming out with uh where time is like moving in reverse and there's like looks like there's time pockets huh? it might be it no no it's it's this uh black dude and it's like they're and trying to... oh that's that's him right, i'm not sure what uh god what's it called like insert or not insert tenant 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 yeah, yeah. that i, I was like you know who the lead actor is the son of? What say you? Denzel. Denzel? Really? Yeah. All right, let's check it out. I, I, I love people's takes on time. Like, yes. I like fool around with it when I'm writing, but like here, seeing how other people tackle it and like kind of try to rationalize it in terms of for the story, like that makes like that's it's a cool story to play around with. Like this is like I'm talking video games now. There's a Titanfall 2, there's like a, a level where it's like, you can click a button and it's like you go back in time and then you're forward in time where this facility is all like ruined. And then if you click it backward in time, it's all new and it's fresh. And it's like, you have to solve these puzzles, get through the game by like flipping back in time and shit. Like pretty like, yeah. e like straightforward, but I don't know, Tana looks fucking sick. Yes, I, hopefully that does not get delayed. Hopefully. God willing, but what no. Does hope, what does hope get us? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Inception for sure. He told such a unique. But we can at least tip the cap to. to... <laughs> Got here, Lucas. Well, Aaron, that's what you just did to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that was essentially it. <laughs> Get out of here, Chris. Uh, okay. No, well, like, sorry. No, it was like. I wouldn't just. Him. The internet breaks up sometimes. I don't hear. Maybe you said something profound. I'm not exactly sure what you heard. So I'm like, we'll just move on. <laughs> my plan b it's my ejector seat uh we have a beautiful mind versus pirates of the caribbean okay, okay. like these ones like they made the cut i mean come on uh, come on they definitely made the cut you think so yes i think oh. i think they both rightfully deserved i don't even know if i gave you like in terms of when we were like throwing movies out there for the bracket I think I may have overlooked Pirates. I, I know I put A Beautiful Mind on there, but Pirates... I think you might have put Pirates. Pirates was the nice addition. Um, yeah, fuck, I don't even know where to begin on this one. Uh, Pirates... That was like... I remember, A, that was the first PG-13 movie Disney ever made. 
And that was kind of Disney's first foray in like the modern times of like, hey, we can do serious movies too. We can like put some stuff that has a little bit of an edge to it. Mm -hmm. uh, and God damn, that was just a kick-ass summer blockbuster. Like that movie, so I think sick. that's one of the only movies I've seen multiple times in theaters. Uh, that movie oh, really? was kick-ass. I still, I think I watched it, uh, it's probably about a year ago now, but I still love that movie wholeheartedly. That, everything about that movie is cool. Hashtag Johnny Depp. I'll say so Johnny, like. Are you like, putting the flame out on A Beautiful Mind? What's that? What? Are you putting the flame out on A my vote is pirates my vote is pirates like that was a cool movie it's like i love russell crowe's silly little nerd man but you don't beat jack captain jack sparrow you don't I'm beat sorry. it captain jack you got kira knightley kira uh, hey i'm an orlando hey even Ar peak orlando bloom was in that, movie. that was peak orlando but, bloom but <laughs> And by peak, I mean his five-year window. Yeah, peak is like a hill in fucking winter. Peak is like a mountain in winter is the hill, you know? Like Man, a, that was a, a <laughs> I don't know why this name came to mind, but I feel like it was like a far shorter peak of uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, he was in Dark Knight Rises. He's Don John. He was in Looper. commercials. What's that? Looper. 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 Inception. Yeah. Um, he had his it, moment. It, it was... was it was the 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 world was lousy with jo Joseph Joseph Gordon Levitt. There was now, a lot of. Where is he now? Where is he? But no, my vote actually goes pirates on this movie. Pirates. I, I think that movie stand not stands the test of time better, but like, I think it made a greater impact on cinema and people in that time frame. It was super well done too. Like, talk about they could have done so much CGI, which they probably oh, oh. they had the money to to like the Tortuga and all that. But it was they they did it just to see like the I remember just watching the pirates like walking underwater was just the oh. coolest thing I ever seen in my yeah. life. But but why wouldn't they let them turn back into mortals and then kill the f out of them when they crawl out of the out of the cave? Oh well. Yeah, well. Like I said, this was Disney basically showing everyone, hey, we can do like a big action blockbuster too with a little bit of edge, not all our fairy tale princess movies. And mm. it freaking worked. So I'll, I'll say. Out of matchups, this is one of the ones that in the first round I had like the biggest time struggling with too because A Beautiful Mind is debatably one of like the best like well or most well done movies I've seen. You know, it's like it's captivating. There's great acting. There's a All Bethany. And it talks about an <laughs> issue that people don't talk about. Yeah. There you go. It's all there. And uh, it's all, it wraps up a whole bunch of stuff going on at the same time, but I, I, I thought it was going to be a hot take taking Pirates of the Caribbean over it. Oh, still, okay. And all it right. turns out it's unanimous. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, uh, very, well, not a hot take, sir. Well, no. I'll say all, all for reasons mentioned before is that like the certain cinematography, what it means, we'll get more into like more details about why Pirates later on, but. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm right I'm writing the uh, the depth train on that reasoning of just like I don't think we'll ever see a performance some like it was just <laughs> and pirates like what a very unique storyline and one like I'm always like juiced to see that that movie on like let's go pirates like the first one though like the rest of them uh, like I don't know the it's, first one I'd say stands alone is just a fabulous yeah. movie regardless of whatever sequels follow it absolutely yeah. regardless of whatever goes in its wake. Uh, 
<laughs> Water. Uh, what the f are I gonna ask? About, oh, uh, don't sleep on Ed Harris and the Beautiful Mind as well. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Valid. Good Valid. Uh, I don't think it. I feel like this movie is rated just as it should be, but nobody really talks about it. I don't even know if I've seen this movie all the way through. Appaloosa with Ed Harris and f***ing uh, Big O Mortensen. Big O Mortensen. Big O. What is he doing? What are they doing there? They take on like this building of like, bad guys at the end. Just like just what is that movie? Appaloosa. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, that one. Yeah. All-star cast, but I don't know how that kind of fell through the cracks. Sometimes you just fumble at the one-yard line, Adrian <laughs> Peterson. Yes. Uh, all right, this next one's going to be fun. We got Dark Knight versus Casino Royale. This is one of those rare moments in any tournament, whatever sport it may be, whether it be NBA playoffs or uh, NFL playoffs, when you're seeing two juggernauts face off mistakenly in the first round. It's like, mistakenly, it's, it's sir. these are both tremendously done movies. Yes. Okay, it's, it's like, it's like two one seeds that somehow end up like slamming into each that other. That chase like, scene in the first, like in the beginning, like not only like the intro is pretty well done, but that like, <laughs> it's like that that dude he Daniel Craig he goes through a wall. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. Like the guy like slips through some like so, like a vent like this. Oh. Daniel Craig's just ah. <laughs> He's supposed to be this suave guy. No. Uh, yeah, and and like I love that scene because that just was <laughs> literally the first obviously Daniel Craig James Bond, but that was Daniel Craig asserting that he's a different kind of James Bond by doing yes. that. Yes. Totally. It, by totally. any means necessary. Like, I don't give a. Lucas this was my new Dumb and Dumber and Jurassic Park matchup beginning oh the first time I saw my this, 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 was, this was legitimately wow. the first time I saw and my first thought was right here like <laughs> you <laughs> I hated this matchup so much that's a toughie that's an especially after like the first couple like I'll 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 lay myself under the bus. Softball tosses to start the bracket, and then you give me the goddamn juggernaut. Yeah, hit you with a pitch. I'm gonna hit you, yeah. uh, dude. Casino, even like he has that bond swat like uh, point in case. That guy says, "Oh, park my car," and he goes, knocks over the rail, starts starts off all the alarms, and then just tosses it like that's bond. Like he's so suave. Yes. I love the. I I watched that movie. I pretty much stopped watching it after he wins, because uh, it kind of like trails off a little bit. Like he goes to Venice, like it's it's whatever, the movie ends. But that, just all the poker scenes, I for some reason I just get off on him. Uh, what's the guy's name's Mads? Uh, Nicholson. I, I, I'm on his bandwagon. I, I don't mind seeing him oh, on film. No. I like it. I don't see him in enough. No, he's the, crying. The, the poker scene alone solidifies so that good. movie as a gold mine. Yeah. Like, Wait, uh, did you see how much he tipped the dealer out? He like tosses him one of those blue squares. I'm yeah. like, you just tipped that man five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, it's a good big, thing. big. You think Felix there was like, fuck? I paid Dude, it again. He, he, he uses them as coasters. <laughs> oh, hold on, you guys. I gotta, I gotta show off. <laughs> I got a uh, House Lannister. Nice. Got Baratheon. Got these fucking northerly. And of course, 
Targaryens. And my buddy brought it up that this quarantine is hindering production on the prequel Game of Thrones series with the Targaryens. I did forget about that. Hmm. Side note, you know who would have been the perfect Rhaegar? Who? Heath Ledger. For those who read the books, Boo. I think he would have been perfect. Boo. You didn't have to do it, Chris. You didn't have to. I'm just saying, he would have been. I, unnecessary? Like, that was entirely... It's even related. We're talking about the Dark Knight. Wow. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. This is uh, all... Hold on. Let, let's uh, leave Chris alone on the, on the screen, Lucas. Get out of the screen. Shame. 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 Scream shame this guy. Scream. Shame. 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 Chris, God shame. damn it. You're being flagged. Red card, you're out. Red Fuck. card. Get this guy out of here. Look at monkeys out here. <laughs> I'll say, Aaron, you gotta mute him. You gotta find a way to mute him. Oh my God, there's no stopping him. He's out of control. You're in the penalty box. Oh my God. I stand the hell by it. Uh, All right, so back to Casino Royale and uh, Dark Knight. Let's try, let's try to move on. Heath Ledger. Uh, starring Heath Ledger. Yeah, I guess. It's more, there is no Heath Ledger. There is only Joker. There is no Heath Ledger. There is Joker. Gary Oldman's in that movie. Christian Bale. And, uh, I, I mean, I was going to say butt chin. Let's get, he's in there. Um, God, it's just, I remember just rewatching that movie and just fast forwarding to the parts with the Joker. Um, like I've, I've never just been so obsessed with something like that to that degree. Like Captain Jack. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, he's great throughout, but it's like, you only get so much Joker in it and it's just, I don't know. Like, yeah. it's like when he like breaks in the good evening ladies, like he like tosses the champagne, drinks it. Are you seeing Harvey? You seen him around? Like, yep, nope. It's, I, I don't know if there's some dumb and dumber action going here. I'm just going to straight up load my bazooka and take the dark night on this one because I love Casino Royale. I like a standalone Bond movie, just one of the best, if not the best, Bond movie, uh, aside from Skyfall, perhaps. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just fing, like there wasn't a performance in Casino Royale, and like, and plus, like the, the last half hour of Casino Royale really loses me with its Vespa and like they kind of it's like they they it's such a brilliant movie and then like they finish it like it, it makes sense but I didn't really like buy what was going on it was kind of like I, I just wasn't sure what she was doing and what was causing the hatred and all that like she sold like sold herself off or something like that to yeah, save I, I agree the at the end of Casino Royale it did the storytelling got a little looser. It wasn't quite as clear what was happening, but I don't have the same complaint. I still love the movie. Yeah. The end fully. yeah. Um, but I will go Dark Knight as well. A, Heath Ledger, but B, um, that movie kind of made the world take superhero movies a little more seriously. Oh, that brought it in. That brought it in. Yeah. Wow. They're, they're, yeah, that I can hear you. That changed the way people kind of do them, but it can be serious as well. I know Batman Begins was in the same tone, but Dark Knight kind of solidified it right. and uh, kind of changed the way they're viewed going forward. Meanwhile, uh, maybe if the James Bond, uh, sorry, the Daniel Craig James Bond films have been stronger overall, instead of hit and miss like they are, I might be inclined to go Casino Royale, but um, no. Despite Not that, this time. Despite that being my favorite Bond 
film, I think Dark Knight wins the vote here. I, I, it's so much of it is largely like the reason that the hero movies are now taken seriously. Like there's a reason Dark Knight is not the same as Iron Man. It's like, I, he gets, Tony Stark gets captured and put in a cave by terrorists. Like that's some pretty real shit. But it's, it's like, maybe it's Christopher Nolan. Maybe it's just the way they're shot. Like it's just, it's so it's more raw. Yeah, Chris, it's, every, it's everything. You got, yeah, you got Christian Bale, Keith Ledger, Nolan all making <laughs> art. Like, I, uh, that's, that, that's a beautiful, it's a beautiful movie. I'm gonna let you guys shoot your wad on Dark Knight. I'm in the same boat. Dark Knight's absolutely my choice, but yep. I have uh, unanimous. Let's go. I have different reasons for it, but I'm gonna keep them to myself for the time being. Uh, I will just for the sake of argument, because you guys are clearly having a circle jerk over what. Oh my God, how It's a it was a Dutch rudder or whatever. Yeah, I'll you. <laughs> this, this isn't gay. Not gay. I will, I will fully announce and be confident with my statement that the James Bond girl is significantly a better reason to watch that movie than Dark Knight because I'm sorry, Maggie Gyllenhaal, are you- What's wrong with Maggie? Significantly. If I'm Batman, Uh, I show up at that warehouse, I'm like, good, I made the right choice. (laughs) I can have sex with Harvey. (laughs) (laughs) That butt butt chin. Also, we're talking like way better looking like in the first movie as opposed to the second, you know? Significantly, huge drop off. Really disappointing. Christopher Nolan, phenomenal job as director. Terrible choice. Well, even compared to the first movie, Casino Royale comes in. <laughs> Casino Royale better than Batman Begins. Yes. Even with with, even with uh, Liam Neeson. Yes, I will. I will still go with Casino Royale. And we got uh, I, uh, just as a little supplementary question: Who's the best Alfred? I want to say uh, Mike. I mean, it's Michael Caine, right? Well, I don't even know the other guy's names. No, Jeremy Irons? Jeremy Irons? Jeremy Irons, yeah. I filed you masterwork. Some men just want to uh, watch the world burn. No, Jeremy uh, Irons has an edge to him. Like, he's not just going to uh, take shit. He's going to like put you in check, too. Like, that's an Alfred that could kill some bitch. Like, he can take a hand. He did I got Aaron. I want to give you Michael Caine. Uh, also, underrated voice for narration. Side note. Uh, Michael Caine? Yeah. <laughs> But at the same time, that scene when uh, Alf, when Michael Caine is like crying over the tombs of Thomas. I failed you. I failed you. It's like, oh, oh, that's Because he's like, he's like, yeah, I failed you. Like, I didn't do it. And I'm like, damn, that's real right there. I love it. I was all in. But Jeremy Irons is the butler that like, he's tall towards like, what you're, yep. what you're looking for now. Yep. Um, a better butler than uh, Jeffrey from Fresh Prince. Oh. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on. Here's a question. Have you guys ever seen Zulu with Michael Caine in it, where he's a British soldier and they're like at this fort in Africa and they have to hold off wave after wave of these Zulu warriors? It's no. fucking intense. It's like, you know, typical 60s movie, like five hours, but it's just hit like a young, blonde, curly Michael Caine and he's chilling the shit out of people. Looks it's like intense. Yeah, you you got something to do tonight, there, boy. Uh, all right, good, sh- you guys. Good. Sh- moving on, other side, other side. Dark night, dark night. Dumbledore. Oh, okay. Um. Okay. I finished. There will be blood, Chris. Nice. And that movie, I like today. Finished it this morning. Today, 
I would say like that movie is known because of Daniel Day-Lewis. If you have anybody else in there, that movie is just kind of just lost in the, the tidal wave of other movies. Daniel uh, Day-Lewis, Jesus Christ. Yes, that like, if you're showing someone what acting is, that might be the movie to show them. I, I, I will fully admit, I didn't even like that movie that much the first time I saw it. It was just dry, kind of tough to get through, but it felt intense the whole way through because of Daniel Day-Lewis. I feel like I'm kind of scared around it because I know he's a method actor, and that's one of my questions, like how intimidating would it be, even for a little boy, to act with this guy who's so intense in his craft that there is nothing else but that character for as long as the movie takes. You should hear stories about him during Games in New York. Is there like YouTube videos of it, like interviews and No, just- uh, Word of mouth. And there was someone from, there was actually someone at Sonoma who we knew. Oh, Starkey, remember him? Uh, not particularly. Okay. His uncle worked on a set of Gangs in New York. And oh, he's really? Like, I was scared to just be around him because he was in build a butcher mode the entire time. So, yeah. Yeah, because there's no doubt about it. Daniel Day-Lewis, tremendous actor. And if he doesn't break character from sunup to sundown, yeah, that's going to be a hard person to be around. Because Bill Butcher is absolutely a character that, like... How do you talk to him, like, hey, uh, uh, Bill, sorry, Bill, uh, so we're making a movie here, and what I need you to do is perhaps, like, I, that's one guy, he ad he could, like, take the entire monologue he has and just do it himself. Yep. You let yep. Daniel Day-Lewis do that. It's, I, I don't know. Like, how I'd be hard is, like, I wonder if he, like, snaps to i'm sure he's not dumb it's like okay he's giving me instruction on what he thinks should happen but huh? you could have you could have subbed there will be blood with gangs of new york actually in this category i bet i could have i mean you you mentioned it i mean it is a good movie i don't know if it like won oscars or whatever i the one thing i did not like there's like that actor that eli kid that kind of preachy pre like the kind of crazy i'm the false prophet he just killed that last scene where he's just hey, i, I he's feel like the, what's that yeah. No, no, sorry, go on. Oh, I feel like I, if I watch it again, because I feel like there's so much symbolism in there. And like what, like that random guy that shows up and says, I'm, a, I'm your brother, his son goes deaf. Like, what do these things mean? Like, what is, like in the era where he's just sucking the, the blood out of the earth, he hates people, but he's, he's like this weird ambiguous character where he's like this nice guy and then he like turns into a maniac well, at no, the end. Like, I don't think the movie it's trying to say anything. I, I feel like that movie is more just a character study of him. It's not necessarily the story that's important. It's what he's doing and following him through all this and his motivations is like he will get the oil. That is the only thing he's after. And he is just a singularly focused individual. It's like, I feel like the, the interactions with the other people in his life, like they have to represent something. Or maybe, maybe I'm thinking too much into it. Like maybe it's just like, here's a story, like, I, I don't know. It was just I mean, super well done. Kind of like just shows how easily people got killed back then. Like you're working, just gets smacked in the head. But that kid really wasn't his. Like, did it belong to the guy that got killed in the beginning? And he took yeah. him for like, okay, this will make it easier to sell oil or sell like buy the buy the whatever. Singularly focused. Oh my god! You're a bastard in a basket. A bastard in a. Oh my god! Excuse me. Yep. Sorry. Anyways, um, all right. So I, have, I see just Daniel Day Lewis there. Not there will be blood. 
I remember seeing Troy as a lad in 2002 with my father, Benjamin Goetz, first of his name. And I went and saw a most bronze, probably most physically fit Brad Pitt we've ever seen. And Eric f***ing Banner yoked a little, like, you know, Sizzle Dick Orlando Bloom. Uh, You got... Brian Cox out there is Agamemnon, Sean Bean. You get the most glory, like that beginning kill. Like, okay, like that is why nobody will remember your name. I wouldn't want to fight him. Like, there's so many great quotes, including "you sack of wine." Um, the the fighting in that is incredible. The story, it's like classic. We know it's gonna happen. They put a little, they make it happen. The tragedy happened. Like, it's that fight. Probably most like, I, I'm sorry, almost done. That fight between Hector. In a fight between Eric Bannon, like that is such a badass fight. And like Hector, Hector v. Achilles fight is debatably my best one or my favorite one on one fight of any movie. It that is, is so good. Badass. The second he like rides out of the camp, you're like, Fuck. Oh, it's about to go down. Like, yeah. holy shit. Okay. Best warrior of Troy versus best warrior in Greece. Let's go. It is <laughs> kick ass. And, then it, and then it was over. <laughs> I will say, like, after that fight, though, that movie does start to lose me. Like, if I stopped watching after that, I'm okay. Well, it's, I mean, yeah, like, it but it ends, I feel like, the way it should have. It didn't completely fall out, but it's just like, okay, we know what's going to happen. Tro- uh, yeah. the Greeks sneak in, yada, yada, yada. Everybody's dying, but, like, they, they, they end the love story till, you know, they, they end it. Yeah, no. I, 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 I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I hated as much as Casino Royale. Like, not hated Casino Royale, but ended in in due time or due due process. Uh, my vote, my vote's Troy. Troy, I'm glad you I guys was, are on board with that. I'm glad. Oh well, Chris, I was going into this with a mindset of there will be blood. Will there? But um, I do. I I will vote Troy. Troy, let's go. Such a good movie. I'm glad. It's tough because my love for Daniel Day-Lewis is, it's quite high. It's okay. He he got an Oscar for it, Chris. It's all good. He has three. three. It's just like three. three. No, no, no. Three. Always the wrong number. Always on the wrong number of fingers. You should know this. This was an Inglorious Bastards reference. Oh, my God. No, no, no. no. On the podcast, we use the wrong number. Like, you know, four, five, eight, (laughs) whatever. I kind of go like a movie you missed, but that's fine. I, I feel like animation needs to be in it separately. Uh, yeah, otherwise, Troy, otherwise, Troy Shrek, otherwise Shrek would have f- took the house. Yes, but animated would be of all time. I feel like you can't do that by decade. Idiot. They're getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Luke, Lucas disappeared. That's okay. We can move on without him, eh? All right. We have uh, the departed. We knew. We know his vote. Yes. Uh, departed versus, versus Hoyt Lockett with uh, Jeremy Renner and nobody else except a bunch of bombs. Hey, it's got the Falcon in it. It does? Yeah, he's the he's a, the like, buddy who he goes into their team and gets all super pissed that he's like the new guy. He, oh, like, butts really? with when he goes and joins the new team. Yeah, that's Anthony Mackie. Man, Mackie. Uh, do you guys enjoy him in uh, Dark Mirror? I don't enjoy Anthony Black, Mackie. Black Mirror. You don't? No. But Chris, he's not. so delightful. He's a funny guy. It's what? 
Uh, he's, you know, comic relief is Falcon. Uh, uh, he's in uh, Real Steel, if I may throw what? that out. <laughs> <laughs> you you may not, sir. You can take that one oh, Sorry. Hey, Chris, he asked me to throw it out. He asked me to May I throw out the Real Steel? A Hugh Jackman chiseled Real Steel. Yes, Chris. You love Hugh Jackman. You love Real Steel. That's no lie. That's you real steel. Real steel, okay? Let's be fully honest. <sighs> I would turn on my air conditioning unit in here, but uh, the charger's already overloaded with so many other little plugs, so we're just not going to brown this bitch out. Uh, gentlemen, your thoughts on Departed Hoyt Lake? What do you got? This one does not really even come close for me. Uh, Departed! I, yes. Leo! Yeah. Yes. God, how much did the cast cost alone on that movie? Uh, uh, a bush load of apples. <laughs> I'll be honest, it was closer for me than it sounds like it was for both of you guys. Hurt Locker, it's not even like my favorite war movie, but I'm a, I'm, I'm a sucker for Hawkeye, you know? I like Jeremy Renner. He's cool. He's, he's uh, cool. I loved, I've, I loved him since SWAT. I loved him since SWAT. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> What's that? Hurt Locker's another good. I was you glitched, so I was kind of yeah. mimicking you. Um, another good, <laughs> it's another good character study, um, where it doesn't really matter what the story is; you're just following his character and mm. his motivation. Oh, I, I see. I see you. Yeah. So I I do like and enjoy that movie, but. Yeah, it's not even close to my favorite war movie. It does have Kate from Lost in it, so that kind of helps. But um, no, the it, Departed's like one of my all-time favorite movies. So right, we'll go unanimous Departed. I, I but honestly, Departed is not one of my favorite movies. Like crazy cast, delightful. I, I'm more keen. Uh, like I probably have more insight on Hurt Locker itself. Of just like it's not the best war movie. Yes, I'd agree with that. But it's take uh, like it's like reality it's like all ieds that's all it is and like I, I i hate to say american sniper might not be the most accurate portrayal maybe a little like i don't know i feel like yeah it's uh, who am i to say like i've been in combat i don't know ieds and just like that kind of warfare of like sneakiness and whatnot that's it just kind of set the tone i wouldn't say it's like groundbreaking but what's that the ptsd side of things is real and it's a great yeah. job of doing, bringing that to light I would say for war movie. Do it, pull the trigger, what are you gonna say? Why did I put in Hurt Locker when I should have put in Black Hawk Down? I was actually Good. thinking that originally. That was a pretty big F up on your part. Thanks for inviting Shame. us. Yeah, Shame. because Black Hawk Down's got a banger of a cast and it's a super intense movie. And the femur scene, wow. Like, that still grosses me out. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty gross. <laughs> it's just squirting him in the eye. Yeah. That's such a good movie. Eric Bennett, Orlando Bloom, Tom but, Hardy, Josh Hart. I guess Josh Hartnett, but... I'll come in defense I'm for you. Sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll come in your defense here. You could have put Black Hawk Down there. I'm still voting Departed. I appreciate that, but the fact that Black Hawk Down's not on there. It's oh, 2001. Huh? Uh, oh. I, I might have gone, honestly, Black Hawk Down. That's a movie that I watched... Wow. I would have gone Black Hawk Down. All right, since I, you know, fuck, Black Hawk Down over Departed, in my opinion. No. So fucking good. Yeah. I'm going Black Hawk Down over Departed. 
It's so intense. It's so intense. Hot take. Hot take. I'm pulling up my bracket here because now I can No, no, no. You don't got to change it. Well, like, Departed wins. Departed wins. But if Black Hawk Down was there, I would go with that. Whoa. Holy shit. We're in a parallel universe now, boys. Parallel. That was like when you're playing Smash Bros. You finally make it through the campaign, and all of a sudden it's like, Stranger appears. New challenger. <laughs> the, the, it's a silhouette and it, it's Black Hawk Down. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's Eric our Orlando Bono. Blue. Oh, <laughs> oh, we this could have my, had Eric Bana v. Eric Bana here. This is this is my this is my uh, safety, sir. I I don't know for some reason Black Hawk Down is like a uh, soft spot for me, but yes, we'll go Departed. Departed. That's interesting. That's I don't even know if Black Hawk Down is my top three war movies. Really? Yeah. Explain Explain yourself. Elaborate. It's good. I like how it... Um, oh, give me your top three. Oh, number one is Fury. Yeah. Ooh. I love that movie. Ooh, let's go, that, Fury. That movie just... Oh, my God, it hits me. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, I, pri uh, Saving Private Ryan has to be on there. Why does it have to be on there? That's not your favorite, goddammit, Chris, and it ain't your favorite. No, um, I, but I do like it. It's just the way other people always talk about it. Like, I don't know, I, I try to keep it in check a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, Lone Survivor. Lone Survivor. As modern, uh, as modern um, war movies go, that's very good. The story hits me. I mean, the way he loses all of his partners throughout the movie, like I'm borderline tearing up at each individual one. And then at the very end, when it shows, you got the Peter Gabriel's uh, cover song over all the guys who actually lost their lives during that mission. Yeah. Oh my God. You're an Ironside. Eric Bana again going in there and getting killed in that helicopter crash. That's crazy. Uh, I, hey. I'm a. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a Ben Foster guy. I enjoy Ben Foster. Oh, me too. Yeah. Me too. Oh, Charlie, Char Charlie, Charlie Prince. He's an underrated actor too. Oh uh, my god, he's really good. I'll be honest. Like maybe this might be another hot take that I don't think we actually even get to. I don't think Saving Private, Saving Private Ryan's in my top three. No. I. I mean, I'm totally okay with that. No, because uh, I am a huge, huge fan of American Sniper. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. If, if I may rock the bow a little bit. Honestly, oh. this is another one that I don't think that. Huh? Lucas? What? Lucas, what, um, what'd you say? Trying out my top three between, uh, trying <laughs> out my top three is going to be, uh, like we talked about, Fury is my number one. I'm in the same boat. It's just a banger of a movie. And then, uh, American Sniper, but my third is going to be a movie that no one really talks about or gives enough love to, Dunkirk. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I haven't okay. seen Dunkirk. Dude, uh, watch Dunkirk full volume going on your TV. You will Solid. Be weird afterwards. Like, Solid. Yeah. Yeah. I, would, I, 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 I dig on World War II movies. Say, well, that is a unique twist with the Nolan style storytelling. So that is... Uh, you know, I can't argue that one. That's any love for the Patriots. For me, after after Fury and Lone Survivor, like number three is totally up for grabs. I have no clear choice for number three. Patriot at uh, all? Huh? Patriot at all? Does that count? 
awesome. I, I don't know if we we're talking about like modern. It's a it's more. a two thousand. I mean, it's a it made it in two thousand, son. I feel like we're looking at a Venn diagram here, like war movies and Patriot. That's like in that gray area in the middle. Because <laughs> a Patriot count. Uh, we'll, we'll keep it, you know, modern, like within the century, you know, like. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we have departed moving on, or did we sub in? Uh, depart. Yeah, we, there's you, you can't. It's already been posted I'm, on the gram. I posted on the gram on Sunday. Her locker's in there. I'll take People the sub. Really... Subbed Mean Girls out, so I. Mean Girls. The limit does not exist, Chris. All right. So oh, you oh. tell me, what are we doing? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we'll keep departed. We'll keep departed. Yeah. No, okay. no. We have to keep departed. Keep, keep but departed. Departed is a great choice for that category, too. Okay. It's a great movie. Cool. So next one is? Speaking of the Patriot, we have the Patriot versus Gladiator. I think we know who wins here, but I would like to hear opinions nonetheless. Give me your insight. Uh, I said no! Contrary to the flag behind me, Gladiator's my W here because Gladiator is one of the best movies of all time, in my opinion, too. It has me engaged from the moment till it starts, the moment's over, which happens to be like three hours later, but I'm Great three hours. <laughs> Phenomenal three hours. Uh, it- Russell Crowe made me interested in movies. Naughty. Oh, wow. Okay. Look at well, you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's funny. I... We watched this at work the other week over the course of the work week. And um, it's funny, like I, this is one of those movies that uh, I think is what, maybe one of the first dramatic movies I saw where I'm like, oh, I can appreciate cinema, like actual quality movies at this point. Um, (laughs) And I remember Russell Crowe winning Best Actor. and I'm like, oh my God, this dude's the man. Like he does such a good job. And we watched it again. I'm like, you know what? I remember Russell Crowe being like a better actor in this movie, um, which I get why he won, and the movie itself was just—it's still incredible. Unparalleled. To this, no, it stands it. up today. From 2000, that movie is 20 years old and still stands up. Totally, what? No disagreement. It was just more him in particular. I'm like, it's not that he did bad. I'm just like, I remember him being really good before, but uh, maybe I, like, I don't. Want- Modern Russell Crowe team team my brain, and um, it doesn't help too that I even remember thinking back then that Joaquin did better in that movie than he did, and I still 100% think that. You think so? Even more so now. I like that. Yeah, Joaquin. Joaquin, that I don't know. I might say that's a hot take. That might be a hot take. No, no, no. He should have. Joaquin should have won for that movie. Absolutely. I uh, I like naughty. That you like, actually bring this up because frankly, like Russell Crowe's character's diagram totally. in that is pretty totally. much like some. He has brooding. one emotion. Like, you have, to have the entire like, yes. brooding. <laughs> it's not. Brooding, it's no. not super diverse, but that's his character. That is. That is Maximus. Like he is a soldier. Like like he has endured some shit. like that. It's it's kind of cliche how stoic his character is, which might be like that's like I'm out for vengeance. Like. Father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife. Like I, that was the first monologue I ever really memorized. Yeah, I got that one down. My, uh, yeah, no, that. <clears throat> I love the Patriot. I am actually a Mel Gibson fan when it comes to big Mel Gibson. Give me I love American Mel. Revolution all day, every day. Heath, Heath Ledger, Ledger, Lucius Malfoy. Uh, oh my God, so good. The guy that plays uh, Colonel Have. Uh, my God, not Havington. 
in general. They got uh, Cornwallis. Who plays Cornwallis yeah. in that movie? Uh, I can't remember his name, but see him uh, in a time. Yeah. I a British actor. I love me some British actors. And give me anything American Revolution. And I love the movie. It's a little long, but a uh, great revenge slash revolutionary story. Uh, oh, it's so it does, cheesy. It does pale in comparison to Gladiator. Indeed. It's just yeah. taken in the shade. This is another first round matchup that I wasn't like too stoked about because frankly, the Patriot doesn't deserve to get knocked out in the first round. No, it's, it's no, it does not. I would say not. It's, Neither did Jurassic Park. No, it yeah, didn't. No, uh, the one thing I will say about like just to re-suck Gladiator is the simplicity of the story. Uh, and I don't mean that to like knock it down. But it's like oh, his he's betrayed. Uh, the the he's it's it's a revenge mission. He will have his vengeance, and it's like okay, how is he gonna do this as a gladiator? Like uh, it's just like that the the lifestyle of a gladiator, and like just. I don't know, very, it's simple, but the, the, the context, the ingredients are so rich. It's like you're having a, a delicious cheeseburger, but everything is just the best of quality. But it's also like, it goes to show like the like characteristics of Roman soldiers there, where it's like stoic and like, no matter what's going on, you do your mission. And at the same time, he undergoes like a ton of hardship, and there's a lot of humility involved. He goes from like being like top-notch general, like forefront of the army, down to gladiator? Whoa. That it, well, it's, it's like, I love that, that. So that first scene when they're in the forest, he's like, man, he's like, if you find yourself in Elysium, you don't worry. Or like, if you're walking in fields, you don't worry. You're in Elysium and you're already dead. And they're just like, <laughs> juiced. He leads those men. It's like, I love that he's acting like a leader. Like, I feel it from him. Like, he's a leader. And then he does it again in that first time they're in the big, like in the Coliseum. He's commanding the men like, Fuck single column like they're he's a leader i love it love that crow like he's acting like a leader which is crazy it's because if somebody's full of shit, you're gonna sniff it out like am i gonna believe macaulay culkin's a leader in the coliseum like no no like i'm just saying like it, i'm just saying not a, like not everybody can act like a leader like like it's uh, it's just who he is and just maybe that, a little swagger or arrogance about him that made like like there's some there's some kind of it factor about Russell in that role. It's the whole, like, I'll say first, like, one of the first few lines in this movie is like, at my command, I'm like, oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, does any other line get you a little, give you a little chub like that one does? But that being said, like, you bring up a good point with, like, Heath Ledger and the Patriot. is like, this bracket is pretty much just, how do we scatter Heath Ledger all across the board? Like, <laughs> or Eric yeah. Bana. We've come close yeah. to Eric Bana. Dude, we have Eric Bana. I f***ing love him. I f***ing love that guy. Australian. Oh. Australian. I was saying, how do you just, like, scatter Eric Bana into movies? It's like, that's not easy to do. It doesn't happen. My guy. <laughs> my guy. It's my guy. <laughs> All right, I, I think we're going to have fun with this one, at least, because right, I'm not exactly sure which way I'm going to slide on this one. We have training day with uh, going up against No Country for Old Men. Yeah, hey, uh, that, I saw this matchup and was intrigued kind of to see my own answer because these are both movies I don't think I've seen. I know I've never seen No Country for Old Men more than once. Mm -hmm. Training day, maybe one and a half. I know it's not two. Um, so that was an interesting matchup for me to start with because I had no freaking idea where I was going to go. And the interesting thing about those two to me is the thing that stands out about both isn't the story or what happens, blah, 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 but it's the two individual performances. You got Denzel.
on training day and mm-hmm. Anton Chigurh by uh, Javier Bardem in No Country. Oh my like, God. Outside of that, though, Crazy. Both. both were incredible. So yeah. to me, it kind of broke down on who I thought did better. I uh, thought you were going to go with Ethan Hawke. Don't uh, sleep on Ethan Hawke, Chris. Come well, on now. Come on now. Thank this. you, Lucas. I wanted No Country to have a fighting chance. I didn't want it just to be a complete wash. <laughs> Hold on. Do you know what No Country, do you know what Training Day has that No Country doesn't? Eva Mendez oh, boobies. Oh, yeah, that helps. Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, uh, Terry Crews. <laughs> He's in it for a minute. Yes, yes, know, yes. Uh, Even Training Day has a segment on, like, a, a sound effect on the show where you just hear the gunshot. Oh, you son of a bitch. Shot me in the ass. Shot me in the ass. I love that line. Angry Denzel. I mean, Denzel's a guy, this might be a hot take, same guy in every movie, but he's able to, like, adjust the intensity of that guy to fit the character. Like, he's just angry, goes around, handles business, he beats people up. There's bad guys to beat up. And, you know, he did beat up uh, a bad guy in, what's it called? Remember the Titans, and that's called adversity. He beat the shit of adversity, made it his bitch, and they moved on. Uh, but no country was like... Bardem was such like he's an unstoppable force, right? Like you're, there's no escaping him. Oh, uh, oh my God, Josh Brolin, Woody Harrelson, Woody. uh, <laughs> Woody's in there. He gets the business. Everybody gets the business. Tommy Lee Jones, when is like I could still see his eyes. His eyes are sagging. He's so like much. A, Anton Chigurh is like a Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees from back in the. God damn, he really he is. is. Going through everything to get to his target. He really is. There's nothing that's gonna stop him. So that I'm I'm voting training day though. Really? Yes. I, I'll, I'll agree. I'll go with you. I'm going against. Oh, I'm going against Green Man. I'm a I'm a no country for old man. Uh, man, because like. There's no shame in that. There's no shame. Like, like I'm not rooting. For I'm not rooting for one person or another by the end of the movie. Like, I'm not stoked about Tommy Lee Jones in the or not Tommy Lee Jones, uh, Josh Brolin. Uh, really? Not stoked, he's not he's not a good guy in the movie. He stole the money. Like, he's not. Yeah. A good guy From bad guys, he's like a Robin Hood. Yeah, exactly. And at the same. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of And I uh, I don't know. I thought No Country for Old Men was like all in all like a little bit better movie, but Denzel's final line. It's Denzel. And, uh, his, like final monologue and trained to his like King Kong. <laughs> talk about like, like okay, got, talk you, about you gotta... intensity though on screen. Like that guy is just being around, being oh, a little yeah. a little intimidating. Just like how crazy that his character Alonzo is in Training Day is just like like he f- people like he's been a bad guy for a long time. He, like Snoop Dogg's paralyzed because of him. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. Um, so we're, we're going to training day then? Sorry, Lucas. Wow. All right. By all means. Yeah. Hey, unpopular opinions. It's fine. No, there's no room for unpopular opinions here. Only mainstream. Which I feel like none of our opinions are. I feel like we're, we're contrary. Gents, we are. Well, then Blackhawk down would have beat the party. <laughs> that one would have hurt me. I'm not going to lie. That one would have actually hurt me. <laughs> it's like, that's what I, I would have voted Blackhawk down, but in my heart of hearts, I know like, well, Departed is the better movie, but it's like I don't have much to say. I just kind of feel like the well, over the, the overall well, like, for, goodness of it is better. Well, no, and that's where I think kind of the whole 
I like doing our brackets because yes, you talk to cinephiles out there and they'll talk about, oh, The Irishman was such a good movie. And like that was better than, you know, Interstellar or whatever other type of big budget blockbuster you want to throw out there. Like those are superhero movies or things of that ilk, but those are a part of cinema too. And just because they're a different genre doesn't make them not good. Right. So it's, I, I kind of get a little frustrated when people automatically exclude big blockbusters. Like Jaws broke open movies for everyone. Mm-hmm. Back in, and that's still like that, that wouldn't win much nowadays because people would be like, oh, well, you know, it's not that dramatic. It's not like film that's blah, blah, blah. It's not 1917. But like, guess what? More people are going to want to see Jaws. So I, I get frustrated with that general notion that the movies have to be a certain way to be considered one of the best. I, I kind of equate it to, well, I mean, check out the original Star Wars compared to the prequels or the new new sequels or whatever. It's like there's I feel like there's so much money pumped into the CGI in those movies. Like maybe that didn't make up for the horrendous acting or why they were the way they were, but yeah. it's got like I kind of feel the same way about video games. Like there's some in in sixty four games I feel like are better than um modern day games it's just like yeah the the quality of the graphics are not as good but the overall fun and just how enjoyable the game is which like a movie like graphics aren't the best or whatever that's why i like viking so much that show like it's not the biggest budget but they make do with amazing acting and the right ingredient like the storytelling all that yep doesn't need to be big time but as long as you have i mean i wish travis famel was in more stuff the guy plays Ragnar? I feel, like, I feel like he will be. I feel like he will be. Well, when my book gets turned into a Netflix original series, he's definitely getting a spot, and he's going to be one of my guys. Absolutely. I'll, I'll, he'll, I'll have him on a first-name basis. Make it happen. I'm going to make it ha- working on it, boys. That's the goal. Round two. All right, round two, gents. Thank you, Chris. Give me round two. All right, now yeah. let's get serious. Let's get serious a little bit. We have Avatar yeah. versus Inception. Now we're talking. That's like, right, see, you had to put up with the bullshit to get to the f-ing juice. Well, we had to weed out the weak ones. We, we oh, those hey, are the, sacri- the sacrificial lambs. Really? Yes. Really? All right. Let's let's hear these goddamn opinions. Uh, well, you got one that is a technological feat, mm. a weak plot, and a pretty decent cast versus. A movie with a top-tier cast, tight-knit storytelling, and kind of uh, similar level, not CGI, but uh, visual effects in terms of making things look a certain way. Mm. Like taking a whole hallway and rotating the actors through it to give the uh, vision of guys floating through the air. So, you know, it's a tough call, but I'm going to have to go Inception. Not bad. It's not bad. Lucas? I don't see Avatar holding the candle to this. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'll be, I'll be the turd in the punch bowl. I, just to be contrarian, like, Inception <laughs> might be. But I, I resonate with Avatar so much because of, like, yes, it's based off the Pocahontas theme. You're like, yes, 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 I get it. The word unobtainium pains me. But, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, for that alone... You know, well, Giovanni Ribisi said it, so I guess it's kind of like neutral. <laughs> um, it's just like the idea, I feel like it really captured what our, 
but humans like our connection with nature should be like it like yes it, like he literally okay a literal connection like but that's how dumb it dumbed down that idea needs to be for us retards to f***ing understand this concept that we're nothing without nature we're all interconnected um like swahili like i see you like we're we're all one thing which is kind of like i wouldn't say it's the basis of how i see religion just life in general but it's like that's how i'm kind of see it more is like we're all just like one like we're all made up of atoms like we're all just this one thing that's fluctuating and moving and always changing and avatar was just such like great story like you know hippies versus the american military complex and uh, I, I just really enjoyed it and mother nature comes in at the end to whoop some ass and like the graphics I, are amazing yeah yeah no i, I uh. um i can't say i've seen the movie recently but i i think i've seen parts of it in the last couple of months and you know the graphics still hold up like they for being a fully cgi movie basically it's incredible let me uh, can uh, i ask you a, let me ask you a question though sir let me just Curveball, curveball. Did Inception start off an alien fetish on Pornhub? I'm your huckleberry. I think not. <laughs> Chris is lying there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you got me, you got Bing! me. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, like, I like the points you bring up about Avatar and like the whole nature commentary on it. It's more subject, uh, like more for me though, I guess. Not. So, I mean, that's no, more like me personal reasons, but. I am much more of an environmentalist than I am a personist, <laughs> a humanist. Right. Uh, hey, I got there. So yeah, no, I fully, fully appreciate that message it's sending. But uh, I'm sorry, Inception was such a unique and original movie. Oh that my I god! Just, I yeah. can't not vote for it. I hear you. I see you. And uh, Inception will win this round. Nice, well done. I, I I get like the bring back to Avatar there too. Proud of you. Yes. What the what now? The the continuation of rooting for Avatar. Yeah, like I, I get that. We can tip our caps to it as it you know dies on the road behind us. Of course. Honestly, <laughs> I'm talking James Cameron beat Christopher Nolan you now. Like. Yeah, that is top tier directing against each other. You are yeah, correct. Very true. Very true. All um, right. All right, we we have Pirates versus Dark Knight. That's a tough one. First. I'm not going first. It's all right. I'll just kind of like break the ice, but it's it's hard to compare these two. Like they're so vastly different in like their own way. Like their originality and uniqueness of the types of movies they are. Hard to compare. Hard to compare. You get two sensational, like kind of like once in a lifetime act like performances from Heath Ledger and Johnny Depp. It's like how do you compare those two? Pirates. Like, uh, like it's so good. It's when we were younger, so it resonated a little bit. It's like one of the first like PG thirteen movies we watched. It's so good. I think two thousand and three. So I was right at the age. Um, man. And then a few years later, Dark Knight came out, and uh, this is actually really tough. I didn't put too much thought into this one actually <laughs> yeah. happening. Yeah, you for putting them in the same. That's tough. I mean, they're going to face each other eventually, but man, Pirates and Dark Knight. I'll be honest, when I originally had my bracket drawn up, I had what I thought was going to be, because I didn't think you guys were going to side with Pirates. I thought you guys were going to go Beautiful Mind, so I had a Beautiful Mind be Dark Knight, and that was a way easier conversation. <laughs> um, but uh, I will say this, like just to break it down simply, there's like, Johnny Depp is Pirates of the Caribbean to me. Yeah, and, and, simple as that. But then, Dark Knight, 
Heath Ledger is my Joker. Christian Bale is my Batman. Gary Oldman's my f***ing cop, you know? Like, like all Commissioner all. Gordon! Yeah, he's, he's my Commissioner Gordon, you know? Well, he was well, he was Lieutenant Gordon at the start of that. He was. <laughs> um, but I think all in all, like, Dark Knight's, it's still just that movie, you know? Like, there's a reason that movie transcends most <sighs> people's top five. Uh... So my vote's being cast in the Dark Knight. I can obviously... Man... Hey, thank you, thank you, Lucas. Chris, uh, let me. Uh, I don't mean to do this to you. I don't mean to do this to you, but when we're thinking about the movies, like overall, like does my heart have spot for Dark Knight that like I'll always love and just cherish absolutely. But when I was talking about Disney movies before, like the one thing that puts them over the top is their goddamn soundtrack, and there's nothing that's like more iconic than that. Da da dun dun da da dun dun. I was saving that for the second. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was like it's it's so there. It's so there. And whenever that riff, you get. It's so hot right now. But yet I have goosebumps just thinking about it. Like, I mean, take all like take the second movie like just that movie alone. Take the sequels out of it. Get them out of here. Get them all. Scram. I gotta. Just for the sake of oh making a choice, and it might be the wrong choice, I'm going pirates. I'm going pirates. It's for the, like it might be the wrong choice, Lucas. It might be the wrong choice, but I had to make it. Had I'm, to. Make it. I can't. I can't sound that. It's a. It's a great movie. But I had to make the choice. <laughs> bad, it might be a bad. I feel like I'm betraying Heath Ledger's memory. I'm spitting on his grave like a oh dick, like a jerk. Uh, might be the wrong choice, but I had it's my choice. I had to make it. Chris, it is one on one, and your answer will determine the rest of your life. <laughs> I was I was praying to God you picked Dark Knight, so uh, it didn't matter. Oh, that's what sucks going third. <laughs> Naughty. Chris, it's no choice. Like you know what you have to say. Like what like well, like you know how you feel about this. You don't need to like go back and forth. You know where you stand. No, I mean it's not quite that simple. Like I, this, this is very comparable as well to the Dumb and Dumber Jurassic Park. Let's Arc not issue. blow this out of proportion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God damn. Like. Okay. It's you know what? Like I wanted to go pirates so bad on this one, and I'm going to pirates. Oh, oh. pirates. <laughs> I'm not confident. I am not confident in Chris. that pick, but you know what? I'm going pirates. I did that not movie. see that coming. Chris, that's what I'm talking about. Way to make the big <laughs> choices, baby. It, uh, it absolutely blows my mind. I never thought I would actually make this decision in my life. And let me uh, put this into context. Chris, I feel like you and I are Pete Carroll in this in this situation and we said pass the ball instead of hand it to Marson Lynch <laughs> we passed the ball um I your I thoughts believe you but I Chris explain yourself you've just you've just broken everything the time space continuum with this I decision really, I really don't have much of an explanation but there's uh, something that tells you pirates right there's something inside your chest that's like come on pirates I mean, you're literally asking me to pick between two of like, I'm going to say two of my all time, like most enjoyable movies. I thoroughly enjoy each of these. Dark Knight, 
between Christian Bale and Heath. Uh, How did we not pick them, Chris? Because we are, made our decisions. I'm trying Johnny to Depp. It. It's Johnny Depp. All right, let me tell you. Let me make you feel better. It's Johnny Depp getting snubbed for an Oscar. Johnny Depp getting snubbed for an Oscar. It's in a like CGI, like the first we've seen of its kind. It's great storytelling. Just the the music. Don't don't, don't skip on the music. And it's the music that's playing no. while the pirates are walking underwater out of the shadow for that iconic. They're like their skeleton. They're uh, and then Joffrey Rush, like Jeffrey Rush, like uh, you best start believing in in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Like that is just so pirates. There's a reason- pirates. Pirates. There was a reason I am I phrased it two of my most enjoyable movies. Mm. Because Pirates between the score and the like ridiculous like style of acting that everyone seems to take on in that movie, like the over the top like blustering. It is, it really is, isn't it? And no, it's it's tough. I think part of it too is the fact that there are other superhero movies I thoroughly enjoy, not saying to the degree that I enjoy Dark Knight. But name me another pirate movie besides these franchises. And we're excluding the others okay, so and just focusing on the original. Did you say, either of you, mm. that when you watch Dark Knight, you're watching a superhero movie? It does not seem that way. No, uh, not, not at all. Not at all. It's just a f-ing maniac. And I mean, the Batman part, you kind of, you kind of suspend your disbelief and believe this guy is like, is the city's protector. Like, he's not a superhero anymore. He's like... He's, he's more than that. A little, a little ridiculous. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, but that's. Also both like What's that? Sorry, I didn't think your your thing froze. So I thought you were done, but no, keep going. Oh, I was just saying, it's like you you really don't feel like he's a superhero. You suspend your disbelief to the point where it's like this is just his character. He's got to fight to keep this city f-ing safe, just like a cop would. This is just him. This yeah. is his version of justice. Like I don't know. It, it just it. That I, the tri- the Dark Knight trilogy, man. We talk, we're talking trilogies. It's the can't best. Go, super- can't go there yet. The best superhero franchise, like period. I'm saying we're we're talking. This was three. Yeah, very very true. Very true. Save us the the white hairs. Like series, you know that, that's too much. That's too much. Uh, but you're trying to tell me. Okay, you guys also both mentioned that the soundtrack to Pirates of the Caribbean was just like that much of a banger, which it is. Because when you think of like a pirate movie. Or a pirates in general, what's the song that comes to your head? Everyone knows it. Like Pirates Life is a life. Yo ho yo ho Pirates Life for me. That's so and uh, <laughs> I, I get it, I nailed it, dude. But are you guys discrediting Hans Zimmer right now? Are you guys is doing he, that? Is he I'm Dark Knight? He did pirates too. I did thought he, he did I thought he did pirates as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did pirates. Sleeping on Hans. Uh, I, I, I thought y'all were sleeping on Hans. Turns out I am. There ain't no sleeping on Hans. The man, dude. Uh, yeah, just like her. that whining, like as I heard a little fun fact about like that kind of <laughs> whining noise in Dark Knight. The yeah. Like when getting crazy, it's just like a string being pulled out like a violin or something. It's just like, oh, my skin, skin's crawling. Um, this, this matchup actually is worse for me than Dumb and Dumber in Jurassic Park. Like this, it, it, it's tough because these are legit movies. <laughs> this one hurt. These are serious. Honest, you guys straight up just f- my bracket. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm I'm not too happy with myself either because 
I never in a million years thought I'd vote against Dark Knight in anything. And it is purely because of the uniqueness of Pirates. Yeah. That was the only okay. thing that had me, because even by the time Dark Knight came out, I had seen Batman Begins and like a bunch, a few other superhero movies and like some really good Spider-Man movies because Tobey Maguire's were legit. And yeah, I had yes. not seen a good pirate movie. I had not seen a good pirate movie up until that point and since then. You're not gonna put Master Commander in that category. <laughs> not a pirate movie, but underrated. Paul Bettany. They are I her Madison. I watched that movie about six months ago. Uh, really? Oh, oh, sure. You, you, ever, you ever wake up and say, hmm, I want to watch Master and Commander see <laughs> No, no, no. I had to plan it. No, I'm going to watch this movie. I will sit down and give it a rewatch. Like, uh, I don't care. Like, it hurts. I'm oh, doing it. <laughs> are we talking Russell Crowe again, though? Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that movie was supposed to start a franchise? Oh. It's safe they <laughs> that one up. <laughs> <laughs> not not a bad movie, but I mean, you don't start a franchise around that. You start a franchise around Heath Ledger in the Dark Knight. You start a franchise around Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying I disagree by any means because Pirates of the Caribbean is an all-time favorite movie that you can watch at any point. If it's on, you're going to tune in. It's great. I am just flabbergasted by the fact that Dark Knight in its entirety did not Yes. But it's a shame. Own, it's a shame. I want that note, I want that noted for the record that for I the record. had a screw loose at the bottom. So <laughs> what I put on so I've been Chris, like I'm, 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 I'm gonna put on I'm gonna put on like a T like a you're allowed to put on like a ten minute video on Instagram. Like I'll put up like this clip. It's like you like it's a little sample size of the fucking podcast, get people going in on it. Give them a little sample. We'll show them this madness of pirates beating Dark Knight. Oh, ah. Let the record show. Let the record show. It pains me beyond anything I can even begin to articulate. Look how but, pained you are. Have a drink. Ah. Uh, hold on. All right, guys. I'm gonna ask you guys a question to waylay the bracketeering just long enough for me to take a whiz. So I, I got a question for you guys. But I need to calm down too. So by all I'll try. <laughs> I'll fucking try. Not likely. I'm kind of worked up, and I had the answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. All right. I'm saying that to myself. All right. Well, we'll, tell you, we'll tone it down a little bit. We'll calm it down. You know, we're, we're getting into the, the rounds here. Whilst I take a fist, I need you guys to discuss the following topic. Which movie character would you like to live vicariously through? Like, which character would you like to just kind of live in their shoes while the movie's going on? And whilst you think about it. <laughs> Let's, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. You guys talk, Wait, and I'll so come back. back. Are you saying that you just fulfill that one character for the duration of the movie? <clears throat> yeah, it's like you're in the movie, but like you're in their shoes. Like, they, like you would experience the adventure as they did, like uh, or, or whatever that is. Yeah, by don't all say, means. Don't say Johnny sins. <laughs> all right, I'll be back. I'll be back. Um, okay. yeah. So, Chris, by all means, I have my. All right. I have my good to go. What are you, what are you firing off? Wolf of Wall Street. I had never heard this question phrased that way. Didn't have any idea it was just, oh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, 1,000%. Give me a Leo's character in that movie. 100%. Dude, 
I'll say you're trying to this guy's little like parties, makes big dick energy and like big dick moves, and just fucking slams Margot Robbie on the regular for a good 15 years, dude. <laughs> done. Cast my vote. Plus, hard off. You name it. Give me Harry Potter. That sounds great. Like no, fuck no. <laughs> dude, I'll say I'm I'm a man and I want man answers. <laughs> That's the... He's throwing money at FBI agents as they leave his boat. Yes. Jordan Belfort, 100%. He made Quaaludes popular, and Quaaludes died off, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan Belfort's 100%, like, the answer. Like, as soon as he was like, that's why I had to, like, clarify his question. I was like, wait, just for that, like, movie? I was like, that, that's changed my answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, honestly, you really f***ed up with Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Dude, that one, I'm not, Lucas, I don't... He's still, he's still bitching about it. He's still bitching about it. I'm still bitching about it. And oh, I Chris. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not confident. No, no, shouldn't say I'm not confident, but uh, there is some guilt associated with my answer because it pings me. Oh, of me course. That's right, it, it should be. Also to, Aaron, to also clarify for that question that you left before you wanted to go take a leak. Yes. This is both had our answer in a matter of seconds afterwards, if not less than that. Uh, easily, same answer as well. Jordan Belford, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh my God. Like, we basically answered on the count of three and we had the same one, so the conversation. Uh, John Stamo, it was a, damn, just sniff and blow, making millions of dollars and banging hookers on your personal aircrafts. Well, and like, I'm just saying like, he, if Margaret Robbie in real life like slid that like hallway door open and she was just standing there, I I, I would Jesus I would Christ. Killed, I would have killed like a huge number of people for it, you know? <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> Yeah. Good job guys. That was really fucking good. That was a mix of SAE snapping and Thanos snapping. Like that's how many I would have killed. <laughs> oh, who cares? Yeah. Chris, I thought you'd like to be Thanos. <laughs> You could switch characters, switch places, just for that first. Uh, <laughs> you would know. That, uh, I have no and then, hey, I'll thing. even allow you the first five minutes of Endgame so you can get your head cut off. Put you out of your and you'll never have to deal with people ever again. I'd rather die a hero than live long enough to be the villain. God damn it, we all voted against that movie, Chris! I love that is that is in the context of Thanos. I love that you put that like you either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. He did the right thing. He, I'm an agent of chaos. What can I say? Ah, and even like he was sanitizes his hand. There's a there's a meme for Dark Knight. It's like. Somebody's like, oh, I love that Harvey Dent didn't recognize it was a Joker until he pulled off his mask. Like, he can't see, like, the face paint or the <laughs> the wig. Uh, chaos. Bitches. So, where does torture and Lucas right now? I love it. Well, it's like, you guys, like, we both go away from that, and then all of a sudden you, like, quote the movie, you just well, well, in our defense, it's like you we're You make it seem like it was an easy choice. We're, we're paying. Dark Lucas, stuff. you don't even know. Lucas, you don't even know what's like the life that we're living right now. You don't even know what it's like to vote against the Dark Knight. So, hey, think about it this way. Is that you guys feel guilt over your choice. Congratulations. Next question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're complex creatures, Lucas. Nothing's that simple. You think I wanted to vote against Jack Sparrow? Like, Yes, I feel like you're twisting your nipples all the while. That's why you're... you're <laughs> 
fucking video cameras up a little bit. See, I can't wait. I could see. I know what you're doing down there. Yep. Do, you have any, do you have pants on at all? <laughs> just below the screen. And dude, just. Unfair yeah. question. Unfair That's question. <laughs> That's questions to which I know the answer already. Hmm. But. I do, uh, I do think you guys both skipped over how important Jeffrey Rush's role is in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, he crushes it. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I haven't haven't commented enough about him, but like that, that last fight scene where they're going in and out of the moonlight, just tink tink, just just letting their swords sing their song. It's incredible. Oh, they're kissing. All right, all right, <clears throat> moving on. Didn't get a whole rump out of that guy. Give the, gov- give the governor a harumph. Uh, we'll also be doing 60s movies brackets soon enough, gents. Don't you worry. <laughs> a right. Westerns and Dirty Harry's. Uh, the works. Fucking possibly. Uh, Aaron, w- w- when come did- up with the topic. I'll throw some movies in there and we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> come up with a topic, a genre. Mm. I'll do it. Movies that end in Y. <laughs> no. Or not. No. Okay, moving on, moving on. All right, so. Sometimes I say things. Uh, we have Troy versus The Departed. If any of you want to take the stage, you know what? I feel like you fucking Boston loving fuck. I'm going to stand up for Troy right now. That's my answer. I love that one on one fight. I love the score, the drums playing when it's Caesar or Hector versus. Good for you. Good for you. Oh, God. I love that. I love that little score. The, the The taking of the beach where he, he throws a javelin like 800 yards. Hits the guy in the chest. It's like the quote. It's just, whoo! It's just amazing. Brad Pitt in his sexual prime. He is a bronze god with golden hair. Cuts off the head of Achille, of Apollo on the beach. Like the man wants to die. He's gonna take the the beach of Troy with thirty men. And it's just that fight. Like let them not forget who we are. We are lions. Like there's so much. God damn it, Troy. Troy, there's not enough, you know, you can ha- keep eating your salami, Jack Nicholson, the rest of your f-ing overpaid cast. You got your Mark Wahlbergs, your Anthony Anderson. Get him out of there. Oh, my God. You got, who else? You tossed somebody else in there. Um, God, Baldwin. What the f- Baldwin doing there? Marky Mark? Oh, you're in there. You're in, you're in, f-ing, you're in plastic. You start shooting people. Bam, bam, bam. Leo. Oh, you f-ing snuck him in there. Matt Damon. Did I miss anybody? Don't come in there. He's the main guy. <laughs> One of the main guys. So much clout in the cat. They, they relied on the cast so much. Okay. Lucas, God. cast your vote so we Damn can it. move on. <laughs> en- enough of the word cast, Chris. No, wait. <laughs> you need to hash this out. What? Uh, <laughs> me? Oh, I'm voting Departed. Like, no! no! I don't know where you're voting because... Aaron clearly knew where I was voting. <laughs> so, you just got that well, look in your eye. It's that goddamn mustache. It fucking still has so much Boston beer in it. <laughs> like I'm drinking oh, Sam Adams. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I hate the Patriots <laughs> so much. <laughs> so much. Uh, no, uh, fun fact. I. The part is one of my favorite movies to watch, but we're going troll. Yes! Yes! Let's go Age of Mythology on f***ing PC. We're going Greek gods. Wait, wait, hold on. But we're going for this reason because simplicity. It's a cool movie, but it's still simple for me. I can enjoy it at any point. I can like hop in and I can just like dive into it. Departed, I joined in, I'm like, wait, fuck. I don't remember what happened like 20 minutes before this. Like what exactly just happened? And at the same time, 
we're just talking like dudes being dudes, you know? Like some bros still know each other's girl, and all of a sudden, like a whole war got waged over that shit happens. Love it. You, you fucking sack of wine. I sack of wine. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there's no. Okay, yes, Departed is a great movie, but. I can only listen to the Screaming Murphys so many times, goddammit. <laughs> Is that where they are, the Screaming Murphys? Drop, dropkick Murphys. Dropkick, oh, sorry. These f***ing, what other song do they have? No, they got drunk right. off their f***ing... Reverse Training Day. Oh, <laughs> so great. <crazy. laughs> oh, <laughs> Um... I gotta go Gladiator. I gotta go Gladiator. I, I love Denzel. I love Training Day. I love how intense it is. Uh, the, it's just a day, like, which is, like, it all takes place over, like, 24 hours, which is pretty crazy, like, all the shit goes on. But Gladiator, Gladiator, yeah. Gladiator. Yes. I'm sure we'll get into more discussion, like, we, we don't need to, like, shoot our loads of why we love our movies, but hold those reasons for later on the rounds. Lucas, you said you had, you said you had, like, for Dark Knight reasons that maybe we wouldn't agree with, possibly? Yeah, about reasons why I would choose that. Yeah. Or, or whatever. You said you were holding, I forget which movie it was, but you said you're holding on to reasons to bust oh, out later. It was for the entire thing, but Gladiator is definitely one that I have like a load of reasons for. Cool. Uh, honestly, Dark Knight was too, but why does that matter now? <laughs> does not. All right, you guys. So how do you feel? <laughs> how do you feel? All right, we're going Inception versus Pirates. Inception versus Pirates. This is tough. It's getting hairy, just like a 90s porno. Uh, it's not tough for me. I, no. I, I, I like Inception. It's a great movie. And honestly, tremendous cast. Like, uh, like Tom Hardy. No one's talked about Tom Hardy yet. Super minor role. We haven't movie. gotten to my Mount Rushmore yet, Lucas. Wow. Wow. Interesting where that's going. Okay. Mm. That's controversial already. <laughs> please. Yeah. Please. Holy shit. Talking hot takes, man. I got other mitts. I don't care. Yeah, I'll say, holy shit. Hot takes. Crazy. Hot takes, Chris. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, I, like, Tom Hardy, it's under, like, yeah, he's a minor role in Inception, all things considered, but, like, he does a g g pretty good job in that, too, and, like, I'm fine with it, but, mm. and Scarecrow. Scarecrow. You gotta, you gotta like he's it. He's so, so ugly. Uglier than Steve Buscemi, I think. <laughs> uglier. <laughs> Uglier than Steve. That guy is really ugly. There's no way he's ugly. I think he's he's a train wreck, dude. Keep the mask on. It looks think about how scary if he left him. It took the mask off. <laughs> he's that ugly. Wolf. My pity didn't light enough. <laughs> dude, yeah, you know who should have played Scarecrow is Billy Zane. <laughs> and then just keep the mask on. <laughs> you never know it's Billy. Oh, Billy, 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 Billy. But honestly, I had either Pirates or Dark Knight winning in this realm either way. I got you. Uh, yeah. Wait, so who did you vote? Who did you vote for? I think he's going Inception. No, 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 no. Uh, no? You're going Pirates? Yeah. Wow, that's damn. Okay. Chris, are you trying to go? You want me to? Inception. <laughs> what? Oh. I I, I vote Inception. This should have. What some would have considered should have been a Nolan versus Nolan matchup. Um, oh, man. Uh, I'm not going to lie, actually. And what I have, what I had down originally, this was a Nolan-Nolan matchup. 
Um, it was a complete coin toss on the previous round. But no, Inception wins for me. Uh, casts <clears throat> the story and the concept that Nolan created in that movie. And then not only like created the idea of this dream technology, but then like created it so fine tunely and perfectly that he was able to go to like multiple depths within a story, within a story, within a story. Um, That's, I, I, that was I crazy. That, like, I think that movie is like severely not talked about enough in terms of how well made and done it is. It's, it's all like sometimes, I guess that's worth the rewatches because there's so many levels to the, the dreaming. It's like, all right, this is nutty. I can get yeah. down with it. It's like, you have to focus. It's a little, sometimes it's like, it's sometimes movies where you have to like focus on it. It's like, if I look away for a second or if I'm not smart enough to like comprehend what I'm being told, like I'm going to lose it. There's like an intensity of trying to keep up with what's going on. Yeah. Um, love Inception, like solid flick mm-hmm yes but there's a butt coming i see it coming a mile away let's go hold on a second hold on a second hold on hold, hold on chris god well i don't want to put on something skippy but uh <laughs> i was gonna put on the pirates of the caribbean theme on my phone but who knows what you might get kicked off of youtube for <gasps> pirates pirates because god it's such a it's it's all right Nothing against what what Inception created the brilliance of the story, but I I do so love the bit of simplicity. I, I, I it's just it's uniqueness. It's pirates. It's pirates, and then you get a Jack Sparrow in there. It's like that's kind of a wild card for me. Is his those types of performances? Your Joker's, your Daniel Lewis's. It's it's your Jack Sparrows. Like I will never see an act like anything like that. And it was just, and it like, you know, nostalgic yeah. value, it, it, it resonates. Inception is so good, but I got to go Pirates on this one. It's, it's got, you know, the Disneyland value. It, it, it's more, uh, it's hard to say timeless because Inception will like, I'll be, I'll be watching that to the day I die and still get mine. But it, I, uh, it's just the completion that like Disney has, you know, like at the end, they sail off and they wake up, Yamajis, yo ho! Like if that was the only movie they made of Pirates of the Caribbean, Jesus Christ! But it was such a cash cow. Like they made you know, twenty more and fucked in the franchise. But yeah. it, it just, it's the completion. Like sure. wake up, Yamajis, yo ho! Like oh, huzzah! Pirates, yeah. okay. bloody pirates! Well, pirates, just pirating. That I had Inception winning everything. So. Uh, over gladiator? Over gladiator. So wow! my bracket just got completely blocked. Like that that F hey, we're, we're talking it. we're talking uh directors, uh director of Gladiator, God. Didn't he direct uh Aliens? Ridley Scott, Black Hawk Down. What's that? Ridley Scott. Yep, Ridley Scott, yes, Black Hawk Down. Ridley Scott. Talk about an act talk about a hell of a director. And uh the aliens. Absolutely, no. sir. Right. Wow. It comes down to it. No. All right. I'm glad this is going nowhere. And we saw. We have. You broke up, Aaron. Oh, sorry. Pirates versus Gladiator. Do, do we just? Do we skip right. over Troy? Wasn't it Troy versus Gladiator? Did we, did we oh shit! That? 
Sorry, I thought Gladiator was gonna win. Aaron, Aaron, but I you, vote Gladiator. So you guys got you guys got my vote. Sorry, <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> so I was like scribbling it, like I was trying to keep track of who won, like what, and I just put in Gladiator. I was like, I was just like, I know that like these guys are got. You have to go Gladiator. Like as yeah, good as Troy is, I guess Gladiator takes the cake. Oh my god. If you want to go sake of argument, are we talking like Eric Bana v Russell Crowe uh, ring naked combat? <laughs> Whoa, dude! I got a naked combat question for you guys later on, but we ain't got there yet. We ain't got hold stifle that. Uh, I, I'll tell you who wins in that fight. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what about Achilles versus Maximus? Who? Ooh, uh, Achilles wins. He's invincible, though. It's not fair. Not the Achilles. Fair. Orlando Bloom takes him out. Let's be f***ing honest here. Hey, I mean, Eli Manning won some Super Bowls. <laughs> like, Easy. <come> Easy. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, mercy. It's all good. Okay, so Gladiator versus Pirates. All right, anybody want to take the reins on just breaking the ice on this one? Just getting the conversation. I Naughty. When I saw the bracket first come out, Gladiator was bringing home the W for me. Really? Out of like all, just running train through everyone. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. You want to know like, the real hot take here? If we How hot? All-time favorite movies bracket, Gladiator is still getting my W. All-time? Really? Gladiator is my number one movie of all time. Uh, wait a minute. My favorite movie of all time. My probable favorite of all time came from the bracket, the time frame this bracket takes place in, and didn't make the bracket. Oh so no! Uh, oh, f Blood Diamond. <laughs> Blood Diamond. Oh, <laughs> f yes. Ah! So I was hosed immediately on this. Yeah. Once again, Leo, who was also sprinkled throughout this bracket. Oh, just give me all the Leo. Uh. But no, I, I, I honestly, woo, uh, slept on war movie. I'm sorry, I, I'm so. I did it again. I apologize for interrupting. I was, Tears of the Sun, Tears of the Sun, with Bruce Willis, and like it's kind of like in that same. No, nothing, nothing. Not, not in this. Not, not. In not, not here. Other ones. It's good. I don't hate it. I'm okay. Sorry, Lucas. Please continue, lest I interrupt you again. Hadouken. Um. Yeah. Simple story, but. All throughout it in Gladiator, there's like a layer of like emotional depth and range that is actually like perceived throughout it as well. And we literally like have like what we were talking about earlier, where it goes from like high stature down to humility and like rising up and still just being set on one dead mission there too. And at the end, like, yeah, the ending might be a little bit like ridiculous in its own right, like like no doubt about it. Gladiator versus the, the uh, Emperor. Yeah, exactly. He's just like one on one combat, like clearly, you know. We'll figure it out later. There's something but, poetic to that, though. But, fun fact, fun fact, Emperor Commodus did that in real life. Fun fact. What? He didn't did he... die that way, but fun fact. Jesus. Go on. I did not know that. But, yes, the emotional range to it, and the cool thing is that it's not like a widely supportive cast you know it's Joaquin Phoenix and Russell Crowe and then some others like trickle along there and uh it, the the black dudes uh, I, that guy the black the guys in Blood Diamond Chris I forget his name Ij, Ijman 
Digimon Hunsu. Digimon Hunsu. I, I like Digimon Hunsu, but he's not in the movie a whole lot. Also, would never back down. Bruce. <laughs> Coach. Sorry. Um, but, yeah, where was never back down on this list? Um, but, Rightfully off of it. Yeah. I could have taken that place to Castaway if you didn't do it. I was with you. I fucked up. Those two, those. God, what the f was it? I apologize for Castaway and Paranormal Activity. Duly noted. <laughs> and, and nothing else. <laughs> nothing else in my life I'll ever apologize for. <laughs> Don't apologize. You stood up to you. I stood up to you, bullies. Stay the course. Stay yeah. the course. This is the way. This is the way. I love saying that. God damn it. Whenever. Oh, this is the way. Chris, choosing. Okay, Aaron, you go. Cho so like choosing pirates, like that's the way. That was the way versus Dark Knight. That's the way. But this is the way. I uh, I never fancied pirates like the best movie of two thousands. And like it in a different bracket, maybe like other movies that I missed. Like it could be different. But Gladiator kind of stands alone as like this epic and just the parting words of like because when I saw it, like I don't know, like dead, like it lost a dog or whatever. It's just like I'll see you again, my friend. Like just not yet. It's like you have your life to live. You have. Like, whatever your life's purpose is, it's just it resonated so beautifully. The roses falling at the end, or like, that fight at the end, and it's just like, okay, you can die peacefully. It's okay for a hero to die if his yeah. life, yeah. it's like, if, it, if it's okay. Like, and, but we're, I was like, we're 10, Chris. Like, we were 10 when we watched it. Like, it, it was just, I don't know, like, everybody, uh, there was a lot of clout around it. Like, all the older, like, eighth graders were like, oh, my God, that movie's such gladiator, gladiator, gladiator. It's like it's just a f beautiful movie. It's very poetic, cheesy to the ex like a little bit maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. like with the rose petals falling again, but like Joaquin. Okay, I. Am I not merciful? Like, oh my god! Like, it's better than it's Russell. A movie. It came out oh one, if I'm not mistaken, so, or maybe even two thousand, but two thousand. Okay. So it still had, it was made in the style of the 90s films still. So it's gonna have a little bit of that like over the top flair to it at times. Yeah, Joaquin's portrayal. Not, not too much though. I think that like, no, no, the, no, no. the was, millennium it, like, it, like sanded it a little bit. It was gradually easing out of it, but it still had that bit of 90s to it. Um, yeah, no, Gladiator is the better film for sure. It's gotta be. And it's got a uh, original Dumbledore in it, which is yes. like the more than new guy that came in a prisoner of Azkaban. Wait, no, hold up. Who? Where was? Oh yes, yes. He's yes. the emperor, the first yeah. emperor. Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. Marcus Aurelius. Good, good recall, sir. If you guys be down to do like we could do movies, but if you guys would do like a history podcast sometime, just talk about historical events and just shooting the for like. How do we feel about Genghis Khan's uh, rape and pillage of the land and how he lowered the the global temperature. Well, have to just, just ahead of time. Well, yeah, yeah, that will like those questions would be sent out way ahead of time, just to have like some thinking, like some. I would hope some, so. Some cards ready, but I feel like we're all we're all students of the of the past. So Gladiator took the took the title. Is that my, that's my understanding? Gladiator, yeah. Did you vote for pirates, Chris? Um, it wasn't as clear cut, but it was still Gladiator. Yeah. Uh, because, again, my bracket got halfway. Yours did? So, Mine yeah. got slammed around, too. My final was supposed to be Inception versus Departed. So, yeah. All right. Well, 
You were gonna have to part it over Gladiator? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Why so? Is it the Jack Nicholas? Uh, well, yes, Jack Nicholson is a Nicholson, huge step that movie. Yes, you heathen. Um, no, um, Scorsese, like, that's arguably his best movie. And to me, it is his best movie in decades long of movie making. Um, I, that is just the best crime drama I can think of. And it's the cast, everyone sells their parts so well. The story is That's awesome. A... The two sides sending moles on the other side and trying to figure out who they are. I love the story. I do. Yeah. Inception, I've already talked about enough. So, Aaron, I think you're about to piss a lot of people off at this one. What's, what? Tell me something else. I, people can't argue with Gladiator. Like that could easily be. That could totally be like considered the best. Like I, I mean, yes, I've pissed people off before, but whatever. I live for that. I love it. <laughs> yes, but in, in what realm are you? Are we realistically thinking that Troy beats out there will be blood? You know. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, like, are we are we trying to be snoots about it? Like this is yeah, our this is opinion, you know. That's what I was trying to get across earlier is you'll have the cinephiles, oh, no, there will be blood, or like, give me, uh, I don't know, any of those other fucking, like, the Irishman is the one I keep coming back to. Because, like, that, or 1917, those are the, the good movies. Automatically ruling out certain genres, like the big yeah. blockbuster types that are well done, like, Pirates or Jaws from back even all the comedies we skipped over this decade. Like I'm sure you guys would have gone Tropic Thunder all f day. F day, yes, yes, Tropic Thunder but... over Cooper Troopers. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. I can res I can respect it. But so to automatically rule out genres or types of movies based off their whatever their type is is I think a little over the top and pretentious. They pretentious. You can have a well done good movie that doesn't have to fall into the stereotypical drama. Like how mindless is Mad Max, but for some reason it's so fulfilling oh just the way it's God. executed. Just it's a, it's thrilling as an action movie, but it's just like, all right, they go one direction, they come back. Okay. That's Lucas, the storyline. I know um, Lucas isn't a huge fan of the movie, but he's not. I, I adore that movie. It's I great. Is stupendous. I listen to that like, soundtrack sometimes when I'm working out. The da, 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 like it's just oh, fucking. Uh, fucking. What is a rock and roll guy doing in an apocalyptic setting? Why are you wasting all this valuable resource, this energy, this electricity on the fucking amps, dude? Why? I think that movie is a borderline masterpiece. That's <clears> how <throat> I think of that movie. So good. It, it is incredible, and I'm so glad it actually cleaned up at the Oscars. Granted, not like the acting or directing categories, but at least it got some recognition. I loved it. I love Tom Hardy in that show. That's a prime example, like one that would normally get written off automatically, but Easy. I think it's actually a very well done movie. All right. I, well, okay, I'm not gonna like partake in this, but I, I will rewatch it though, based on this kind of like love and yeah, oh. performing to it. I, I can't. Uh, oh. Fuck love it. Fucking love it. Gotta be about it, Lucas. Oh, God. I think the next. Bracket should be 80s movies because I watched Predator the other day in the background. <laughs> ah, just fing macho 80. Maybe just. God, hold on, Aaron. I swear to God, if you put Predator against Lethal Weapon or some shit. Oh, like that, no, it's, it's, it'll be macho 80s movies. Macho. 
in every sense of the word. You well, can do 80s in general. That was pretty 80s. much 80s movies. I feel like that's part of the 80s. Like, was those macho, just like Rambo, commando type movies. Like, even Star Wars made it in there. I mean, well, yeah. it's hard to put those in there because it's like you can't count one movie alone. They stand. You know, they're like the tough guys snapping fingers together. The Star Wars trilogy, yeah. Is that Rocky <clears throat> 2 territory as well? Rocky 2 and Wait, 3. One in the 70s? Yeah, uh, it was. Right. Yeah, Rocky 2, 3. I like. I, I got love for Rocky 4, to be honest with you, against uh, fuck off laundry and against the, Rus the Ruskies. And we took it to them, we did. Yeah, Rocky, yeah, kid. I feel like this is a great segue. Uh, Gladiator wins. Gladiator wins. Did you I feel go like this. Gladiator, you go pirates. I go gladiator. I feel like this is a great segue into our individual Mount Rushmores of best actors. Now, you guys give me like you can do the men, you can do men and women, you can do men and then women, live or dead, doesn't matter. Just like just need four names and their position on the mountain. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Well, I, I had to pull in personally as my like pure actors. <laughs> I don't know what. Uh, no, it just sounds great. You know, like actual actors. <laughs> I no. want like this actors. Um, but like, what about you? Uh, wait, no. Did you guys go mixed, or did you guys go like with? Uh, uh I got four I dudes. I got four dudes. I separated them. Do you want to lead off? You're apparently the one that has the most uh, classification on this. Maybe the host should lead off. I'll <laughs> lead off. Okay, number one, I say with absolute, absolute confidence, I would say this naked in front of a crowd, dude. I would say Leo DiCaprio is that first big f***ing face on that goddamn mountain. I chisel it myself and make sure it is to his likeness precisely. I'd have it. I would also have him with Calvin Candy's f***ing mustache and beard goatee for the Monsieur Oscar he should have won. <laughs> Monsieur Candy. And uh, maybe even a pipe out of there with an ever, ever lit cigarette. Why not? All right. So we got that underway. Okay. Um, God, the second one. Had these guys picked out. Another one. Just because he adds an intensity that I like and he has an it factor that I just cannot deny is Tom Hardy. Anything that he's in, no matter what he like, does, I'm just like, let's go Tom That's Hardy. I love true. Tom Hardy. Like, he do hasn't done as much. I have... Rushmore of actors. He's on my Mount Rushmore. He's on the Mount like, Rushmore. You're trying to tell me when you're talking about, like, if you're teaching a class and you had to be like, hey, the four pillars of acting are going to be Leonardo DiCaprio, Bob Hardy is your second Well, bed. just because he's the second one I thought of does not, I mean, it, it's, it's, there's something he brings. Like, even in Venom, a superhero movie, it's just the way he acts. I guess this is a personal bias, like, you know, I, feel, but I'm just like, holy sh he has like this it factor that I can't shake something like, there's like an intensity like when he's max he barely talks Bane you can't even see his face but it's just like that's Tom Hardy that's Tom Hardy there like I he don't just pick. he uh he's definitely not one most people would think of no but, I, I um to your point Lucas yeah very, he has shown a very specific intensity in his roles that you mentioned it yeah. is it's pretty insane, the, I don't know, the aggressiveness that he has in almost every role he does. I love it, though. No, that's a great yeah. example, too, because, like, when you see, when you watch Warrior, like, you can tell he's, like, a 
PTSD soldier too, you know? It's like, it's crazy. All right. Yeah. He's like, and he has like kind of like a softness to him. He's like, oh, yeah, what's up, Mrs. Jones? How you doing? Like, he, yeah. I feel like I saw a lot more like actually hearing him speak in Venom, where he could yeah. be a little more himself. And he's just, he's just, I, I don't know what it is. Like, just. Uh, and side note, just to give you a little bit, not knocking it, I just wouldn't have like thought of it. But in uh, Peaky Blinders, he crushed. Oh, oh yeah, Peaky. Peaky. I need to rewatch. All of it with the you know, ugliest guy ever. Whoever that dude is. Uh, the third, uh, so the third pick, I feel like Tom Hardy is kind of where the FDR is, stuffed into the corner, just like, all right, guy, you fucking in it. All right, right next to the big head in front, second one, Christian Bale. I got to have yeah. Christian Bale just whatever he's okay. in. Like, I, I went on a tear like on Netflix. I'm like, okay, both of Batman's good. What else is there? Uh, equilibrium. All right, we got Equilibrium. Uh, got into was it into the furnace? Like he's like the brother of Mark Wahlberg, or he's a boxer. Mark Mark Wahlberg is a boxer, and he's like this, this deadbeat brother. Into the fire? No, the um, fighter. Oh, the fighter. The fighter. Into the fire was or out of the furnace? Sorry, out, out of the, the furnace. furnace. And that was with uh, Woody. It was with Woody. <laughs> Wood. Um, yeah, just Christian Bale. Uh, does he have an Oscar yet? He does for the he fighter. Does? For the fighter. So, as Batman, fighter, just uh, American Psycho. Jesus oh. Christ. Um, yep. And he beat out Leo for that role. Oh, really? Yes. Well, hey, he did a great job. I love I, – just Christian Bale, big fan. I will say that. Well, yes, all biasness included. Um, He's uh, up there. Personal favorite, Reign of Fire. You know? Right oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Okay. Bale, Gerard Butler, give it to me. <laughs> I can't remember who my fourth guy is. I thought about it today. I'm like, I gotta choose a fourth. Like I got hung up and I know I made a decision, but it like wouldn't have been as good. Who the fuck was it? Oh, it wasn't it wasn't Russell Crowe. I I don't I at first I was like, oh is it I hope is it, not. Is it Tom is it Tom Hanks? I'm like, that's mainstream. That's like that's easy peasy. Tom Hanks was one that was in consideration for me. Uh Denzel's very one dimensional. I don't know if like Denzel's one of my guys. Oh my god, there's Maybe you guys give me give me yours give me your answers and I'll think of like who my fourth is. I'm sorry, I know I had it. I should have written it down, but I thought, oh, I'm Aaron. I'll remember. I forgot like an idiot. But those first three were for sure like those are my dudes. I like the Tom Hardy pick. I I like that's, that. That's a sleeper. I hope that's a good one. Yeah. But uh, either you guys get to step in while I while I freak out, put my pants, and figure out who my fourth guy is. I know I'll remember it. I'll remember it. I don't think mine's gonna be very well received by you guys. <laughs> Please, you son of a bitch. Um, all right, well, we'll clear the clear the air on the first one, Leo. Done. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> it's been sudden done. We've jerked him off enough so far. Um, so when we're talking about like, Mount Rushmore's, I was having like a tough time like just putting like modern day like actors as well because like it is tough that we. Uh, we eliminate the older movies because we haven't seen as many, you know, like we can't say it's like, Oh, I can't speak back actors career validity. Um, so I had to kind of like pick and choose. I want to be a little bit more, uh, a little bit more like diverse about it there. I went with Robin Williams. Ooh, I was thinking that very good pick. Very good pick. 
And because like it's also like intrinsic value outside of it too, because he usually has like a point behind what he's doing too. I like Robin Williams in there because it's more than just acting. He has such an energy. Yeah. Like yeah. talk about the it factor. Yeah. So uh, Leo, Robin Williams. Um, this next one, it. I haven't seen all that many of his films to be honest, but in terms of, like full filmography, cinematography, and like what he meant to like movies, uh, Charlie Chaplin. I had to put him in there. He I could high. respect something older. I was like, should we diversify so all, you know, the thousands of older folk watching this show will be like, ha, oh, one of these kids respects the, the oldie. He was the main face of making Hollywood popular, you know? Like, he was a huge part of it. He was the Hilarious. only star of uh, silent movies, too. You know, like, it was just like his screen presence was there. And then he went on to direct a lot of good stuff, too. So, like, I put Charlie Chaplin in there, and that's, like, my, like, history, like, tip of the cap, too, you know? That's, uh... That's that's me just like you know giving a nod to it. Look know? at you, look at you, Mister Mister Nice Guy over here, uh, Mister Culture. One, most controversial here is gonna be Clint Eastwood. You know, not bad. Wow, not I know. bad. I, I, I because it's not. Don't bad. hate it. Chris is <laughs> getting branded right now. <laughs> no, I think I love Clint Eastwood. I love his movies, but to say he's the like a best actor. Mount Rushmore, I, I can't even do that. I'd say like importance to Hollywood or cinema in general. I'll take sure. it because I still went full on. I went full on. Yeah. His filmography, like the only way, the only way Clint Eastwood's won awards in his entire career is by being a director and stuff like that. It's not by an actor. But think, like, or think how simple the sixties were. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, like, I think I like how serious his role, like, you know, he, he was what made Cowboys, like, he is the personification of Cowboys. I mean, I guess other than John Wayne, yeah. is like this tough guy, Dirty Harry, like the tough guy, tough, like, fucking, the, like the force of good could be, you know, a little bad in order to get it done. Um, I, I, like, Clint Eastwood, I can't fault you for it. Can't yeah, fault you. So, like, Clint Eastwood's obviously my reach, but at the same time, I wanted to cover different categories, too, because... Everyone else was a separate category up until that point too. And if you're looking at you're uh, looking at four different styles of like presidency as well. So I went like four different attacks on it. My honorable mentions, <laughs> I did have those written down as well. Please, he's, uh, he's the next one. Um, but I had a sixth that it's more of like what could have been with Heath Ledger. Yes, <sighs> because. Honestly, he's had a lot of good movies in his young career, but then obviously the abrupt ending obviously changed it. But I think he could have been on that path to being one of the most dynamic actors the world's seen. I would agree. Yep. I would agree. Like, who, who knows? Who knows what could have happened? Um, Lucas, thank you for your answers. Uh, in, that, in that time, in that rambling, I recalled my fourth. Uh, Jonathan, yeah, Jonathan Depp. Hmm? Okay. Not not Billy Zane. I'm sorry, not Billy, but Johnny Depp. Yeah, that's for, right there. for all aforementioned reasons, like just I, I was just thinking his diversity of roles, like blow once upon a time in Mexico, fear and loathing. Yeah, I like fuck pirates. So that's it. So sorry, I just a little spray in there, Chris. Well, and and Johnny Depp's a good dude too. He means more to the acting world than just being an actor. You know, like he does. I'd say of, does more. Well, beats the beats the shit his wife. Is that no, that's the other way around, Chris. Fake news. It's the other way around. That okay. foxy red I dude, it's like, you're so hot. Like, just beat me up. Oh, just destroy me. Take my money. I'll say, I was you're, like, you're... the real story was that she didn't use the safe word. It's like, what the? What the <laughs> no safe word. You didn't say ahoy. 
She didn't say Tortuga. Oh, wow. Okay. Hey, Chris, what do you got, Chris? All right. No rush more? First and foremost, there was no thought put into it because there was nothing needed. It was just the automatic number one. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. I knew Dude. you'd be pulling him out. Of course. Uh, naturally. I, I, naturally. I naturally. Um, him and Leo at number two. Um, just those two guys. It's funny. I actually, until a couple of years ago, I don't know if I would have put Leo in in the old time like Mount Rushmore types until he came out with Wolf of Wall Street. And I saw like a different style or take from him um because a lot of not that a lot of his roles were the same but i didn't see a huge range which if i'm going to say you're one of the greatest actors ever i gotta think you can do it all which uh is why i'm not including denzel because i've never really seen him do like a comedy or a lighter hearted film i've always seen the training days or that remember the titans or equalizer or some like that he's got to um, kill somebody all very strong, pensive individuals, or the psychotic in training day, but, um... So yeah, once Leo did Wolf of Wall Street and uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, so him and Daniel Day-Lewis, which I don't need to see Daniel Day in a comedy. I know he could do whatever the hell he wanted to do. He would do. crush it, just for the, yeah. for the record. He would crush it. Absolutely. So... Those two, then Christian Bale. Uh, um, again, wide range. Uh, we've talked Leo enough. Right? That one was tough. Uh, I feel like in any, whether it's sports or what have you, you do a Mount Rushmore. You can normally name three fairly safely, but the second you name number four, now you're putting a cap on it. Like you can't name anyone else. Yeah. So number four matters. We're gonna need it, Chris. Like that one's I like I like the Mount Rushmore uh, style of picks because yeah, when you I do too. that one at four because then it's like, oh, it rounds out the top five. That's how you know who like ends mm. up after that too. Yes. Like, I, like I never th I didn't think about it that way. You're you're right. Like top three is like, okay, this is like what everybody can agree on, but it's like you also gotta put be a, you have to, four makes you defend your fing position. The second yeah. you throw a fourth guy in there, now it's like or chick, whatever you're doing, it's like Ah, shit. Like, this is, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to argue for a little bit here. Mm -hmm. um, I like your Robin Williams pick. I like your Tom Hardy pick. Both of those are super solid. But um, as much as I land blast four stump, uh, Tom Hanks takes my number four spot. Not bad. Not bad. You can't knock yeah. it. Can't knock he it. He started off doing very comedic movies and was great at them. And then he won two Oscars back to back. So... Um, the dude can do it all. Uh, that's, and voice act. That's a, that's a tremendous, that's a tremendous pick for shit on Castaway earlier. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Comes full circle, baby. We come, Wilson! Like, come on, all right, so Castaway maybe should have been in there, but Tom, for maybe. a solo movie, like a movie centered around just one guy, Bianca! Oh my hey, God! Hey! Hey, guys! Come on, stars. I mean, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, no, that would round out my top four. Thank you, Christopher. Yes. Uh, notice uh, no mention of Samuel Jackson in any of these. Of who? Is he a good actor, Sam? 
Samuel no. Jackson. No. He just says a good mother. I mean, he's there. Like, I'm not. It's hard to peg him because I. Um, not a great actor, but I'm like I'm not. I don't hate to see him on. I know there's great, there's there's great chemistry. Character. Huh? Great character. Well, there's yeah. difference between likability and like actual quality performance. Well, here's so. a question I have for you guys. Like, uh, piggybacking off like the questions we left off of was like, what is that it factor we look for? Like, what is it in a performance that's like that separates and Jonah Hill and Wolf of Wall Street from Heath Ledger's Joker? Supporting actors, like yes, they're in different spots, but it's like, is it the fact that like okay. you're a bad guy and that like adds a little something to it? Is it like the role you're put in? But like Tom Hardy being literally anything, I'm like my eyes are drawn to him. Why? I don't know. Daniel Day Lewis. It's just like fuck, you're like, God damn it! I can't stop looking at like just watching every movement he does. It's all perfect when he's when he's torturing that guy at the end of There Will Be Blood. He's like, say it again. I'm a false prophet. And again, say it. Say it, you. Yeah, uh, there, there's no oil in those. There's there's no oil in over there. No, I got yeah. the big old straw. It's just like he just makes it look easy. I think it's just oh. the level of the per the level to which the person dives into the role. Like you can make anything as intense as you want it to be. Yeah. Or as your dedication to it. Um, I'm gonna go different. Route on it. I'm gonna say it's like body mechanics. It's the way that person's like carrying themselves on like that scene as well. Is that like when someone like tilts their head in a certain way too, and like they give that like off that certain like makes you feel a little bit different. You know, it's like they're absolutely changing their posture, which makes you change how you think and feel too. To uh, quote your boy Tom Hardy, you mentioned earlier. Um, I remember reading something from him. And he was talking about how he acts and he always, he said he always remembers what one of his acting coaches said way back when he was younger. It's like, you're never not doing anything. Even if you're not talking, you're still on screen. You're still doing something. So, like, just do it as best as you can. So, I think it goes kind of with what Lucas is saying. Do nothing. Yeah, I, don't know. Uh, I think it's like overall stage presence, but yeah. I, I think on the other side of my Mount Rushmore, like maybe there's a little shrine to Jack Nicholson. Uh, he was in consideration. You know? Like, God, the zany. He would, like, be an, he would be an honorable mention for me. Absolutely. No, he's so fucking good. Um, very good. Hey, very good. I like how there's like, it's one of these questions where there's like a personal opinion where there's not like, Oh, unanimously we could think this or that where it's something that's like, we, we can each give something new, add something new to the bushel of apples. And yeah. I'll, I'll have this movie bracket better too, because I don't think any one of us had it playing out that way. No, nope. not, not I, I mean, I, I was thinking gladiator was going to take this one from the beginning, but like, maybe I'd be swayed. I got swayed in the last one, the nineties didn't f think the dumb and dumber was going to win it. So, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying this. This wacky roller coaster ride that us uh, we're going on. Yeah, I'll yeah. say I, I get it. Yeah, let's, let's see here. We, uh, Talk Daniel Day Lewis like just how intimidated be on set with the guy like just pants. Um, is the Elder One powerful enough to deflect a shot from the Death Star? Can you just like we're we're blending universes now? We're getting a little weird. Can the Elder One like candies? Wizards, this okay, whatever. This is one of the off the cuff questions. Can these wizards? Defend against the fury that is the Empire. Depends who's training the wizards. If it's Harry, fuck 
I think they all got to go Death Eaters and just accept the evil and how much power it possesses in order, order to defend the planet. Is one little shield over Hogwarts going to get the job done? No, it's the Death Star. Yes. I don't, I don't know how they would do it, but. Well, if the Wizarding World gets sponsored by Slytherin money, then maybe. <laughs> the Malfoys got. Well, I mean, they could also teleport into the Death Star and it up there. Oh. Create some robots, put some wands inside their wrist. Wow. Sorry. 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 <clears throat> I digress. I digress. Um, which movie character do you have a drink with? I might have asked this last time. I think you did. I'd say Tony oh, yeah, Stark. That familiar. Tony Stark. Oh wait, no movie character you'd have a drink with? No movie. Yeah. Oh, before it was like which actor, but like a character within the movie. You guys Ooh. going Jordan Belfort again? Tony Tony Stark's a good fucking call. Tony Stark would be so much. Tony Stark would be so much fun. Yeah, I uh, I like that. I like that pick a lot. Um, oh, Chris, what are you thinking? That one's tough. That one's tough. Oh, I'm going Thor. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> Sign me up. Marvel, different character. Let's go. Trying to think of any Jason Momoa character. <laughs> Drago, dude. You'd have to kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I don't do don't go Aquaman. Do not go Aquaman. So, uh, fuck <laughs> Sparrow. Go have yourself a drink. Go to Tortuga. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, on a lone island with him, with Jack Sparrow. No, we're being stupid about this. Like, if I'm going guy, it's going to be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. But if not, I'm going Margot Robbie again. <laughs> oh, my. What do you, th you think? Oh, you're getting, in, you're getting in them pants, Lucas. Come on now. I oh, you know, I, you know I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize for you. You have a shot. Yeah, no. You're I'm a snapping young lad. And I have a better shot with her having to drink first. I'll say that much. <laughs> <Andrew>. <laughs> All right. Um, think about this one. You're like, because we'll go off the cuff because we're getting to that point. We're about to wrap this bad boy up. But are there any like quotes that stick with you guys through movies? You don't have to answer it right now, but if there's one that's kind of like sticks with you through life. Like for me, get busy living or get busy dying. That just kind of, it's like, all right, what am I doing today? Nothing worthwhile. It's like, all right, well, might as well take a okay. shot. Uh, we'll stick with the topic at... What's up? We'll stick with this bracket. Um, Gladiator, mm. what you do in this life echoes in eternity. Oh, very good. Very good. That first opening sequence, that was, yeah, yep. that's, that's beautiful. That's a, that's a damn fine line right there. What you got, Lucas? You know, it's kind of tough. Like, I don't like. There's no like direct quote that really like pops up immediately in my head. But like, it's being put on the spot with it. But I don't know. Um, you can come back to it if you think about it. Very yeah. good, but it's all good. It's it's tough. Yeah, we we'll give you some time. We got off the cuff. Maybe these uh, ridiculous uh, questions will get the gears turning. Yeah, let's try it. All right, very good. All right, we got off the cuff. As you know, ten questions, just random, nothing to do or may have something to do with what we've talked about the past, you know, eight hours. So without further ado, we have a Kill Bang Mary with Chris Pratt, Chris Evans, and Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Chris, I think- Hell, it put, in, put in Chris Roberts if you want to, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
Um, Battle of the Chris's. Jesus Chris. Just no. <laughs> also, I'm marrying, I'm marrying, okay, Chris, don't be gay. You can answer this question. I'm marrying, uh, I'm marrying Chris Pratt, 100%. Like, he's like, you, want, you want a funny guy, huh? You want a funny guy? Yeah, I'm going to kill Chris Evans. I don't know why. It's like, I'm really? I kind of get that, actually. I'm going to agree with him on that one. He looks, like, did you guys watch Knives Out? No. Yeah. Okay, good, I want to chase ass the entire time. But... Um, but yeah, I'm killing him, and then I'm uh, hooking up with uh, Chris Hemsworth, I guess. Uh, his 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 reasoning is sound. Uh, I'll say it's not because I want to marry or bang either one of those two, but it's just that I killed Chris Evans. <laughs> as long as that happens, I'm good. I feel like I would I would marry Thor. You got your Chris Hemsworth because that's a, like a universe of exploration and just adventures to be holding, fighting for the like, just fighting for at New Asgard. Thor, you marry Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth, whatever. I'll imagine he's Thor. Uh, kill Chris Pratt because he'll get fat again. And uh, Chris, Ev- <laughs> you bang Chris Evans because in, in his uh, Captain America outfit from the first Avengers. Okay. Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm in the outfit. But let's keep it going. <laughs> so question number two. Oh, uh, wait, wait, Lucas, did you have your pick? Yeah, it's uh, Mary and Chris Pratt killing Evans. Uh, oh, that's right. You started off. Hemsworth. And uh, Chris? Yeah. I, Chris? No, I was actually in agreement with Lucas on that Oh, one. very so good. Very, Evans died, I was good. Very good. Maybe next time I'll pay attention to these answers. All right, so uh, here's the situation. This is a situational question, so pay attention. Uh, you're being tortured and are offered the following songs to listen to for the next ten years because you're just gonna you're just gonna f- lose your mind. They're like, all right, you get to choose. What are you gonna listen to? You're gonna fucking f- crazy. Uh, Baby Shark, uh, any six nine song or Gungam style. I might go any six nine song because I don't know any of his stuff. You know what? I'm taking him out. G- Baby Shark or Gungam Style? <laughs> oh, six nine. I can't believe I said his name on this podcast. I'm sorry. Gungam Style. Eric, that many times in the day, I'm gonna kill someone. It has to be Gungam Style. If yeah, I hear same. Baby Shark once, I want to kill somebody. Yeah, Mostly correct. myself. Mostly oh, myself. Gungam Style. I could like at least at least uh, if I'm gonna go crazy, at least I'll be energized. But Baby. I would agree. Baby Shark might be the most heinous, irritating, and irresponsibly made song to captivate toddlers. It's like Coke for those. F-ks. It's like why? I'm glad I'm not a parent these days because like if that was my life every single day, like I would yell at the kids, I would put them in the closet, lock the door for like three, four years, and like just so I don't have to listen to that song anymore. Uh, yep. Also, I have my quote for you, Aaron. Please, yes. Uh, we're gonna go back to like what won your '90s or our '90s bracket, Lion King, right? Or yeah. Disney, no, not '90s bracket, uh, Disney bracket. Uh, yes. It's when Rafiki's about to like whack uh, Simba the second time, and he goes, "That's the thing about the past. You can either run from it or learn from it." You know? Oh. I love like it's it's hard to put like when you can put a quote into context of what's going on. That is very impactful. So I like that little addition. I like that extra little context you added there. Very good, Lucas. Um, another one. Here's another one. All right. Uh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so I don't know why I picked this guy, but 
<laughs> you have to get a tattoo of Roger Goodell on your face or else the orphanage of one-legged children won't get their ice cream. Where is the tattoo going? They're like not getting their ice cream. Forehead. <laughs> Uh, they get their other leg chopped off. You got to make an answer because they're all staring at you. Hope, like they're all in like surrounding you, kind of hopping up and down. They're, you're in the tattoo artist chair. They're, they're hopping like, come on, Chris. Like, Wow. Come on, Chris Lucas. Come on. You got to get the tattoo. <laughs> we'll do it here because it'll fade away. Ah! Nice out. Lucas, you can't use that answer now. <laughs> no. The question <laughs> is how many legs this going to end up. Oh, my God. There's like... 200 of them, dude. They're like lined up. Like they'll overcome you. <laughs> Easy. Give me a baseball bat. I'm golden. <laughs> I, there's no way. There's no way you're taking on 200 and one-legged orphans. There's no way, Lucas. Well, no, they'll be legless because they don't have that tattoo. So they're. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're not getting a tattoo. So now they're against you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, mark 200. I'll mark 200 orphans in order to not take tattoos. Man, that is just the worst mental imagery that we are projecting onto the internet right about now. Uh, I guess I'm going like Temple then if I have to choose. Temple and Aaron. And he's going to be like pointing at something so when my hair grows like grows out, then I shave it and it's just him pointing at you. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like, yeah, shave the head and hide it under the hair. Yeah. But, what, uh, what are you doing? That's oh good. man, uh, just a big like on the neck, <laughs> his face, <laughs> idiot. And just put, and just have like have like number one pick tattooed across the collarbone, <laughs> <laughs> or his salary, like however many millions he made, the most he made in his career. All right, very good. We've solved that debacle. Scribbling it out on the notebook so we don't ask it again. Thank God for that. Um, the alien says, I'm going to destroy the Earth unless shown a spectacular movie. What is the movie you show that alien to save the world? Inception. Inception. <laughs> They're just my... Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I show them Independence Day to know we ain't fucking around. <laughs> you like, you like, like what it. you see? You like what you see? You like that. <laughs> you like that. Yeah, like, Sam, for the first time. For the first like 40 minutes, sorry. Oh, this is a great movie. You're like, oh yeah, just wait. Oh, <laughs> got him. Don't, don't show them. <laughs> I didn't see it. Thank God. Uh, yeah. Did not see it. Same vein signs. I'm gonna show them cars. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> Like, hey, fucking enjoy. Oh, so there's no intelligent life here. Okay, we will go somewhere else. I was gonna Thank ask. You. I was gonna ask you guys what the best Owen Wilson movie is, but I think we just answered that question. I guess. Why not Shrek? Shrek's a way better animated movie. You picking cards? You're trying to get us killed, Lucas. They're gonna raise the temperature. We're all gonna melt because of you. Hopefully, we'll be watching Cars when we die, and no one's responsible. I said, like, hey, we're giving you a three-hour window to show us one movie. I'm like, you only need an hour 20. Cars. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> you got it, boss. Chris, what did you say? Signs. Signs. Say Signs. Very good. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, well, cars, Lucas. You put the human race on cars. 
Oh my goodness. I'll be like, we are impressed. You have saved your planet. That is the one movie we wanted to see. We've seen all your movies, but if you pick this one, out of how many movies are there? Like hundreds of thousands, if not millions? Yep. It's incredible. Talk about energy. It's huge. Uh, quick question. What's your favorite ice cream? Favorite ice cream, boys? Cookie favorite dough. Ice- Cookie dough? Yeah. I got to go uh, Rainbow Sherbert. Throwback. Followed, followed closely followed closely by uh, Cheesecake with some crumbly crumbs on it. And then you tip Cold Stone a little bit so they sing for you like the monkeys that they are. Yeah. <laughs> next next Sorry. question. Next question. <laughs> Dance monkey. You know, you play the organ, they'll... they'll... You hooligans. You hooligans. All right. Um, what do you Never hate going- more... <laughs> you can make them they'll sing if you tip them like a cent or a pe- you're a dickhead if you tip a penny and they make them sing give them a dollar they'll sing for you dance you son of a bitch dance <laughs> uh what it, what do you guys hate more locking your keys in your car or realizing there's no toilet paper after doing the deed you're like F-. of course there's none in the cabinet when you reach around the door there's nothing under the sink you're sitting there all squishy. I'd feel probably dumber if like I had to like lock my keys in my car. I'd probably hate that more. Yeah. I've been, I've been, more in, been in that situation. I've like I've taken dookies and had to like find out a new means of uh, income. I'd take the emergency shower, you know? I've had to just fucking <laughs> stick my ass in the shower. I, I would like, you know, pull up the pants and like kind of shuffle around <laughs> the house until I find something, maybe some paper towels perhaps. But I feel like Locking your keys in the car is a far worse. It's it's just so much more inconvenient, detrimental, and it it amplifies amplifies my OCD to a degree that I don't like. To where I'm like always locking my car like ten times, walk it, spin around in like three circles, and like okay, yeah. now I can go home. Where it's like you better check again to see if you locked it. Yeah, I get it. I get it's that. like I was always paranoid with my ex of like oh my god did I flush the toilet? Like I remember being like thirty seconds on my drive did I flush the toilet? I was so paranoid. I f- turned around because I was going to get bitched at, but turns out the toilet was flushed. <laughs> I don't want to leave a turd in there because like if I pee in the toilet, like, I'm leaving it yellow mellow. If not, I go outside, but I'm like, I'll, before it starts getting like a putrid smell, I'll let it go. Like you're saving a gallon of water every time you don't flush. So I'd recommend if you're in town, pee outside, go to seclude yourself a little, pee outside, save a gallon of water. No, save- What's that? I'll say no show on my end. Let it be. Pee outside. All right, very good, very good. Uh, one-on-one naked combat, boys. One-on-one naked combat. Uh, if you want to talk, Eric Bana and uh, who's the other one? Russell Crowe. Naughty. I feel like Russell's angry, but he's so fat now. I gotta go, er- Eric Bana. <clears throat> Eric Bana versus who? Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. Yeah, Bana for sure. You got two Aussies. I'm going with the one that's in shape. Yes, sir. I don't know. Russell Crowe's face will say you can take a punch. Eric Bonas like yeah, two put together. Still. That's true. Like Russell Crowe's like he's like bar fight tested. Like I feel like oh man, damn. You know he drinks. You know he's like a rough. He's got a big head too, and I bet he could. I bet he could take. I bet he could take a knee to the face and just be like, I'm an Oscar winner. <laughs> 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 You're a Russell Crowe for that impact. You can't pick it, but we know it. Yeah, that's true. 
All right, we settled that, but yeah, they're both naked. Let it be known. Um, oh, but but the original question was uh, Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady. One-on-one naked combat, 50-yard line. The price is long, bitch. With that Zoom camera going over the top. <laughs> Brady. Brady over Manning? Get the f*** out of here. You see what a lob yeah. Tom Brady is? Yes, he's healthy, but Tom Brady, uh, Manning's angry, and he's got a well, a melon of a forehead just crushing people. He's hammering nails, hammering nails with that forehead. After watching Peyton Manning get his back broken in a game and still like finish out the game, I think that dude's fine in fucking. He's tough. He's he, he's been hit. He's unlike Tom Brady. Peyton Manning knows what it's like to be hit and not have a flag called. He yeah. knows how to hit and keep playing through adversity. And oh, as he f-ing kills him, he's just strangled. Omaha! Uh, just giving him the business! Dude, Tom Brady slides his no player within five yards again. Uh, Peyton Man is out there in the ring taking. <laughs> he's out there. He's, doing, he, he's got his reps in. He's taking his licks. All right, Fine, you guys. Bro. We're f-ing humming along. We're humming along. We're almost done. We have what is the most more clutch moment? Rohan's arrival into the battle of f- the orcs attacking Minas Tirith, or the f- hammer going into Captain's hand as they're fighting Thanos. What gave you the juice? What was uh, more of a f- turn up? Endgame for sure. <laughs> Endgame? Yeah. That moment okay. was... That was like so good. of that movie. Of like that entire series up to that point was like, this is what and we're capable of. Of 20 movies. That was the most yeah. exhilarated I've ever been in those. Like, yeah, the, like no other Avenger movie, no other Marvel movie. Like him just like catching it of like anything's pop. There's no f-ing rules anymore, baby. We're going hard. And let's talk about the f-ing clinic he puts on as soon as that hammer touches his oh hand. Oh my god, just tunes oh, yeah. him up. I love it. Yeah, no, uh, it was f-ing sweet because like literally that is the best part of the entire movie. I'd say like debatably yeah. that one fight scene right there. Uh, it's got to be that. Uh, for like overall enjoyment, but in terms of being clutch, no, dude, Rohan's arrival, like, this city was fucked without them. <laughs> Rohan, like, Theoden's speech before them, like, going in, I love Carl Urban's just, ah, he's crazy. I uh, just them fucking the Oliphons, taking on orcs and then some, and then they, for some reason, get off their horses and march on the Black Eights of Odo. Why not? Fucking horses. What have they ever done for us this far? Rohan is a gritty, goddamn small market team that comes in clutch in the postseason and guess what there won't be no championship one without the horse lords of rohan but well, that is my choice rohan but just uh what was the other movie oh the an endearing moment that not really people really talk about in endgame i love tony stark talking to his dad and giving him advice on what it's like being a dad i thought that was a yes. really cool come to full circle for his character to make peace with his dad, tell him he loves him. Um, there was a line that unnecessarily they tried to give the Dark World some validity in the overall like scheme of things and end game. Like they went back. I'm like, okay, like they're they're giving they're like kind of they were tying up loose ends, I guess. Like Thor seeing his mom, Tony seeing his dad. Um, but overall, I just Lord of the Rings means so goddamn much to me, and those guys coming. That's why I'm kind of. It's one of those moments in movies where I'm kind of intimidated to watch. It's kind of similar to the Wildebeest going in and Lion King. It's Rohan. I'm like, I've got to be ready, mentally prepared for them about to crush through this horde of orcs. It's going down. Oh, sorry, guys. I got, I got excited. 
Number eight. All right. Number nine. Um, would you guys rather be a Jedi or a wizard? What say you? I'd probably be a Sith. Word. <laughs> Sith. <laughs> Sith. <laughs> Wizards. Um, all right. So, final question. Uh, what is more satisfying, a strike at bowling or hitting a fire cup in beer pong? Oh, fire. For sure. Fire cup? Yeah. I guess I would say like the third strike of bowling, but I, fire cup, like it means so much more. No. Fire no, I think cup? It's quite going quite as much as a fire. There's really not. There's yeah. not like, yeah, like I've played sports before, but nothing it really gets the crowd going quite like a fire. And then hitting at least one after the fire. Of course. And then after that, of man. Eventually, I feel like at the next dick retreat. No, that's it for the question, boys. Uh, wait, Lucas, your answer. Did yeah, you say? Because like, it's also, it's degrading. Yes, yes. It's like, whoever you're looking at, it's like, you. Like, I'm better than you. And you're going to watch me take yeah. your turn and keep shooting. But it is also, it's like when you cross someone up, they hit the floor, you need to hit the three afterwards. You need to hit, one hit the one. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like all for not hit at least one. At yeah. least one and you're good to go. Yes. Um, but yeah, next dick retreat. It'd be so dope to have like some kind of podcast, like sla some kind of beer pong tournament of like us or like just recording the, the shenanigans or like a beer pong tournament podcast. I don't know how the f would get done. Maybe some lavaliers that we attach to our shirts or your guys, your shirtless, like just hang the the cable around your necks get the voice get a get a crew in or so i don't know i don't f know i would just love to have all, the entire dick family from the fraternity in on a podcast be interesting very interesting or a terrible idea either way uh gentlemen any parting thoughts this was one hell of a podcast we've been recording apparently zoom is just letting us have take liberties with the time limit um any like honorable mentions for movies, parting words, sentiments, this and that? I think we covered all the honorable mentions we all had. Uh, minus a night's tale, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, a night's tale, even if it was no, right, no, it's not it's winning not, for me. So it's, it's not still, getting past round two. It just would have knocked out one other movie, I know that much. <laughs> Well, it's, it's just like, you know, these are tough decisions and just based on how the brackets lay out. Like, next time I'll... Damn. I'll, I'll send out, out the bracket again. You guys, do not let me slip by putting a goddamn castaway in the bracket ever again. <laughs> you guys gotta be my filter for the... I'll be the, more vocal before. Please, please be like, you're tired. I just... Oh my God, but gents, I feel like we did the Lord's work today picking out these goddamn movies with our reasons, and I don't think the audience will be super salty over the choices we picked. This one's a little more solid. I Stands think, on better ground. I think they're gonna be very salty, but continue. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> Chris, we picked Pirates of the Caribbean, dude. I'm proud of ourselves. See, I still don't feel good. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you the score uh, on a text or something like that so you can listen to it before going to bed. All right. Then you'll feel better. But All right, you guys, Roberts Brothers. God damn it, thank you once again. Solid as always. And until next time. You lose. Good day, sir.